Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Fanatic.com, brought to you by Deary Brothers, Ford Lincoln. On Mormon Trek, Patrick Eads and staff. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for cars. Supo's Building and Remodeling, GT Car and his crew. Supo's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROWS. The Midtown Family Restaurants. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Kettleson RV in Hiawatha. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas. Players Sports Bar and Grill, downtown. Streets Maintenance, the Wild Rose Casino in Clinton, Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, and Bumps Restaurant. Here's Mr. Suter, along with Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. And joined by the grizzled veteran, Captain Steve. Very grizzled. At the controls. Completely grizzled. (laughs) Do you like being grizzled? Uh, not really, <laughs> but I am anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm a little grizzled as well. Pat, a little less grizzled. It's a but, good word. But getting there. Grizzled's a good word. Getting there. This getting has been there. a crappy morning. It has. So I'm, well, I'm late. I would have been here sooner, but as I was walking out, you know those little tiny ants that congregate increases of like sidewalks and stuff yes yeah. you see i see a ton of them up by like summit street uh-huh. well i've had one at my house i had one about a week ago on the crevice walking on the sidewalk walking to my front door but then i got rid of it and sprayed but then today as i'm coming out here i look and there's just millions of them in that same crevice so i had to deal with it i hosed them all down then luckily i have ant spray yeah killed them all but they were everywhere and i'm going to call uh, my bug guy today and ask him if there's anything i mean they're all dead i mean luckily i had just bought a can of this ants raid ant spray stuff but i see him like lots of times if i'm up walking on sheridan near summit uh-huh. street there's this one sidewalk that sometimes will have millions of them then you'll be there two days later and they're completely gone yeah and they're tiny they're just little tiny little the little red red guys i think they're black oh. i think they're black from what i can tell but they are tiny but yeah i had to deal with that today because uh, this was closer to my house than I would like it to be by my garage. Uh, and, I should say. And, 
But I'm still going to call the bug guy when I get out of here because this is ridiculous. Every yeah. time I have an itch now, I feel like one's on me. There was one okay, climbing so up my leg. When you, you killed all these ants, when you go to heaven, are you? You think they'll? they'll well, be, they they'll ants reach you there. Ants, the ants, and maybe. I mean, yeah. but the them. ant spray makes it legal. It's legal to kill ants. <laughs> well, I don't think that the ants are going to consider that as. I don't really care what the ants think. Hey, I, I, if I'm them. walking on a sidewalk and I I will go out of my way to avoid stepping on an ant or whatever. Yeah, but I, if, me too. But if they're. Ne- Invading my premises where they don't belong in millions. I'm, we're talking millions. Yeah. I, so you've seen them when you're oh, out walking. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, and they're usually almost always on sidewalks. They seem uh, to like the seem, seem to be. They seem to like the crevice between sections of sidewalk. That seems to be with. So if there's any ant experts, um, wasn't Jeff Goldblum in a movie called Ant or something? <laughs> ant Man or the Ant? The Fly. The, the fly. fly. The right, right. The Fly. Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah, no. I didn't like it. I liked I the like, original with Vincent Price. Well, when I was a kid, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, so Jeff Goldblum did a remake of yes, a original? Yeah. I didn't realize that Vincent yes. Price did one. Yeah. So what, he would just turn into a fly yeah. whenever he wanted to? Was it a Hulk type thing? Or? He no, was working on a, a teleportation type of machine that would send you from one box to another box, but a fly got in <laughs> to the yeah. thing with him, so okay. he became, he became man, a, yeah. a man and a fly. <laughs> so there's your, on, pre- there's your premise. He was on the fly. <laughs> Good Lord, the fly. Yeah. Isn't so, there something called Ant-Man? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Now, is, that, is, that, is he part man, part ant? Because uh, yeah. he may have be offended by what I did this morning. Well, I would think so. I think I may have. Really, he could be after you now. That probably he might in, be listening. I, I, I'm like Stalin, man. I just killed millions. Man. And with no thought. Yeah, with no, no thought. Didn't no, Stalin care. did it with thought. He did yes, it because he, he was an evil dictator. And, I mean, don't they say Stalin killed more than Hitler? Yes. Yeah. Did he kill the most ever? Like, if you heard a rank? I think he did. Is he number or, one? I think Paul Pot is considered uh, pretty bad, but I don't. Think I don't think he, he killed Stalin. as many as Stalin, though, did he? No, I don't think so. You know, for years I had, I uh, would register uh, with the rating service, and I'd have Paul Pot working overnight. <laughs> <laughs> no, Didn't but, and they never catch it? Uh-uh. They didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be pretty easy for him to learn how to spell his name, wasn't it? Just P U L P O T. P O L P O T. P O L P O T. Yeah. Pol Pot. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, that's like I said. That's so. This has been an interesting. I'm, I'll be yeah, curious. Yeah, that's not I, a good way to start. I'll be your curious day. to see when I get home in a couple hours if if they're back. I remember this song called "Ants Marching." Who is this? Dave Matthews. Oh, that's right. Not good, a huge Dave good song. No, I'm not either. But I like that some, song I did like. Yeah. Two Steps probably my favorite Dave Matthews song. Yeah. Not a big Dave Matthews fan. I, I agree. I'm not no. either, but I, I, yeah. I acknowledge his talent and success. Yeah. I know people that love him. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, that, I, I really, just, really like him a lot. That's about the only song I really care about. You ever about. heard Two Step? Uh, no. That's his best song. Listen yeah. to it sometime. And yeah. you, it, it's probably five minutes. You could go to the restroom and do whatever you do back there while it's on. It'd be good for you. <laughs> whatever. I do so, uh, the hallway of <laughs> doom. <laughs> <laughs> so a great concert Saturday night in uh, the Quad Cities. Who's Matchbox that? 20. Okay. Man, that was a great 
Don't you play them on here? Oh, yeah. I get them mixed yeah. up with Blink 182. Yeah. I no, put all those bands together. Well, those n- with numbers. Well, just, you know. Matchbox yeah, 20 with uh, Rob Thomas. Oh, okay. Who, by the way, uh, is one of Bonnie's clients. Rob Thomas is? Yes. Wow. He was in town here uh, years uh, ago I remember when that. she was visiting. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, was listening to this thing. And uh, called up and said, well, how can I get a hold of her? And I said, well, she's a, you know, he goes, I'm Rob Thomas. Yes, you know, I didn't think that it was him. But he stayed here a week, and he, he went up and. And uh, Bonnie read, him, read yeah, for him? Yeah, and she still does. And she said, yeah, I, I see some great success in your future. I see you making a lot more money than that Bridges guy. I see you. you looking like a fraternity boy, but you're highly successful. <laughs> yeah, he hung around for like a week here. So, yeah, but his his voice is really good. He's great songwriter. I'm, I'm a, a fan. Did you hear that Santana song I played? Wasn't that Rob Thomas? Yeah, yes, I, that I, was I know Rob who he is. Thomas I'm not singing. a match matchbook. 20 fan, but what is it? Matchbox 20. Yeah, I'm not a fan by any means. That's okay. You You don't have to be. I'm glad all those people in the Quad Cities had a good time. No, I'm I'm saying you have to be. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm going going the opposite of Suter. How are they different than Blink-182? Different band? a lot. Yeah. But I mean, how are they they different than the Beatles? How's their sound different? Uh, Well, Matchbox 20 is... Rocks it out pretty good. What yeah. does Blink One Eighty Two do? Uh, it kind of does a lot of novelty crap. Yeah, that's, and okay. just honor, I'm honor not saying lyrics. I like Blink One Eighty Two. I think it's all nonsense. But, uh, I, <laughs> but you know, life goes on. Yes, <laughs> you got your Pink Floyd shirt. On. Darn right I do. I think I wore it Saturday too. I think you did too. I think I did. But no. I've got my Pink Floyd T-shirt on. I could, Wednesday I'll wear my Led Zeppelin one. Then Friday I'll wear Steely Dan. To offset all this nonsense. <laughs> Hello. Morning, gentlemen. Hey, Pat, I was going to tell you, in my, in my experience, uh, Matchbox 20 is more rock, contemporary rock, and then Blake 182 is more pop punk rock. Okay. That's, so, fair. that's a fair. That's yeah. a, so, that's and a, I, w- I will say, I saw Matchbox 20 years ago when they were playing Carver Hawkeye Arena, and that was probably one of the best shows I ever went to. Wow, yeah, they're they're, they've been around that long. Yeah. Spectacular oh, yeah. show, yeah. Twenty-seven years ago was when they put out their oh. first album yeah. that had. So Rob Thomas on. is like my age. I thought he was. No, he's young. He's only about, I think, about fifty. Oh, so he okay. So have a good day, guys. All right, thanks. Hey, thanks a lot for the call. But he he you know dresses tennis shoes. And he he looks like a, a preppy, real short short hair. Okay, I'm sure I've heard their stuff. I just like. It's, uh, yeah, that thing, was, that thing with Santana was okay. Wasn't that plane coming in today? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's right. 51. 51. Yeah. So he's eight years younger than I am. Yeah. But um, but that's just not my type of music. And that's fair enough. Hello. Hello. Did you, way back in the 1950s or 60s, they had this movie, The Giant Ants. Did you ever see that? The giant ants? No, I did not. <coughs> I did. Uh, I, I did. Did you? Yeah, because we showed it uh, when I was uh, in junior achievement uh, at Channel Eight. We showed it on Chiller Theater. 
Well, I well, might I have seen one... it on Chiller. Yeah. I took my one brother to that, and he ended up sitting down in the floor because it scared him so much. <laughs> <laughs> like the legend of Boggy Creek. That scared me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was bad. It was huge giant ants. You know, anyway, I... who do you pick to win the... College World Series. The giant ants. The huge giant ants. That's my answer. <laughs> Mine too. I actually watched a little bit of it yesterday. I, I mean, I have no idea. I couldn't begin to. I mean, LSU, Florida, Wake Forest, they all look pretty good. Well, Virginia's out. Yeah, they got eliminated yesterday. Isn't Oral Roberts out now too? No, they're one and one. No, because they only have one. Yeah, they're one lost. and one. So, but. I watched a little bit of it yesterday. There's some. I watched that guy from LSU pitch, you know, Paul Skeens. He's incredible. I didn't realize he was that good. What goes on for another month, doesn't it? Well, so. It's on no, for it goes on until the 26th. 26th. But this Paul Skeens from LSU, I didn't realize he was a transfer from the Air Force Academy. He is incredible. They say he's going to be the second player taken in the draft. Uh, I guess the first player is going to be the center fielder for LSU. Dylan Cruz, I believe, is his name. He's good, too. But this pitcher was incredible. I mean, it was one yeah. of the, was Steven Strasburg. He reminded me of when he pitched. I remember him. Sure, yeah. he was real good. I'm waiting to see that pitcher from Stanford that pitched that one hundred. The one who threw 156, yeah. I think he's pitching today, isn't he? Yeah, he I might so. be. Yeah, so, so yeah, no, he's I've going for 200 a, today. I've watched, I've watched a little bit of it. And the schemes, I don't know if he's going to pitch again, but he was like two from breaking Ben McDonald's record of 202 strikeouts in a season. He had 12 strikeouts the other night. He's Brody Breck, but with just master control. Great control. And even better breaking stuff. He's what Brody Breck aspires to be yeah. in with another year or two. Yeah. He's so a, he throws as hard? Oh, yeah. I mean, he had 41 pitches over 100. Wow. Yeah, he's incredible. And he does kind of have a cheesy, he's trying to grow a Raleigh Fingers mustache, it looks like. Oh, cool. I've seen a lot of mustaches from these college baseball players. Mustaches are back. So, Tom, I think you're, you're inspiring people. I'm trying to. Captain, you should grow a mustache. <laughs> uh, I don't. Mine grow a huge grow one. Very like, well. Like, what was it Rip Taylor? Do one. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll get a Rip Taylor mustache. John Bolton. Yeah, maybe I'll get a handlebar. Mustache. There you go. Would that bother <laughs> you if Captain got a handlebar mustache? <laughs> I'd like it. Yeah, right. That would be cool. That would be hilarious. Uh, no, do. No, I won't. I think you should. <laughs> no, I don't care. Maybe Jan would like it. I think Jan would <laughs> no, love it. I don't think she would. Wow. Which reminds me, my shaver's going out. Uh-oh. It won't. Well, it's not charging. Haven't you had that like forever? It. No, I've had it two years. Oh. Why wouldn't it last longer than two years? Because it's a POS? It's a Noralco. Okay. And Too much shaving. Do what I do. Shave like twice a week. I shave every day. Yeah, I never see stubble on you. Yeah. I never don't have stubble. I hate shaving. It hurts. Dry skin. Just, no, I hate I it. I don't hate it. It's just boring. I hate it. <laughs> but I also don't want to have a beard either. Well, I mean, then you should just grow a beard and a mustache. I really can't grow a beard, I, but that's why I always have razors. I just can't just Well, I, I can, but it's just snow white. Mine looks ridiculous. Well, I would imagine mine would be white, too. You gain a little more weight, you can be Santa Claus. Hey. <laughs> now, that role's already played by someone at the station. <laughs> okay. Looks like Edmund Gwynn. <laughs> okay. I'll let you guys go. Herndon didn't ask one thing about the Hawks. She didn't ask one thing about the Hawks. Well, the Hawks aren't doing anything. Hey, the Hawks are always doing something. Right now is the key part. This is when they're getting better, right, Tom? Yes. This is when they're digging deep. They're working hard, digging deep. Somebody said that uh, the girls 
put it, uh, got a new, somebody new they're playing? Yeah, they, yes. Was it uh, Bowling Green? Bowling Green, yeah. Oh, was that, was that just announced? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I, haven't, yeah. I think December 2nd. I haven't been on the computer yet today. I'll post it when I get home. So their schedule is almost <laughs> complete. I think they've had. They're Bowling Green, but their colors are orange. Yes, good point. Are they good, Bowling Green? Yeah. Well, they were... I mean, for their level? They got to the finals of the MAC okay, so. tournament. I think they won. I mean, if you're going to play teams from those conferences, it's better that you play the better ones. I mean, they won a bunch of games. They didn't lose more than five or six games, I don't think. Okay, well, that's but, good. Yeah. I like it when they play teams from lower divisions, but that are really good. Yeah, but they lost four of their five starters, so oh, there would probably help. be a little less. All right, well... Boy, you're a buzzkill. I know. We're all excited. I've been told that. All excited about it now. So, now. So when are you supposed to start ordering your ticket, your season tickets for basketball? Well, they you started doing it earlier, and then they stopped season ticket sales because there was so much demand. So I think they're trying to figure out how much they want to charge. Honestly. Yeah. Because they want to keep it affordable. Well, they were letting people put so much money down. Mm-hmm. To to put their name in there, and then they thought they'd get too many people in there because they had to deal with uh, with the season ticket holders. Yeah, yeah. So I don't um, know when they're going to do all that. Oh well, one of these times. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys have a good day. You too, Karen. All right. Bye. Yeah, the women's basketball still hasn't tweeted it. I, I, at least I don't see. I it. don't think I got fooled this time. I don't see. No, well, I'm, like no, I'm I, sure. I'm, I'm guessing you guys got. I'm seeing if it come on. Did Hunter? What did you guys get an email? Like I saw it. Uh, I can't remember where the hell is. Either Twitter or. Uh, it's just odd that Iowa hasn't tweeted it yet. Usually they're the. It is odd, but it had all. The, I mean, it had all the information and. Yeah, but so did that. Other. It, no, I know. No, I'm. I'm not saying this one. I'm. And maybe I've missed the tweet. Usually Iowa, that's usually how these things, that's usually how these things, maybe I just missed it. I'm looking. I'm not seeing anything right now, but, you know, whatever. It's not like it's the I can go landing. find it again on break if you want me it's to. It's not like it's the moon landing. No, it's not. Well, didn't you, didn't Hunter said he saw it? Because did you guys post something? I don't know if he posted it or not. What did you get, Hunter, an email? Who tweeted it? Oh, so okay. Was so that? WBB schedules tweeted it. Whatever, oh. that, whatever that is. Women's basketball schedule. That what it, could be more a better? What could be my a guess better is they're probably right. That. I just didn't realize there was some Twitter account out there that basically just tweets breaking schedule news. There, you know. Did you ever find out that thing that? Uh, no. You. It came from a Twitter account. Oh though. yes, and I, and, I found it again. And it was. You think it was just a big joke. I th- it had to be, didn't it? I yeah, I yeah. Uh, I mean, nobody else had it, and nobody else has since done it. So it had to be bogus. But it's it just, looked, I. It's just so hard to decipher between. B one WBB schedules tracking non conference. How many do followers contract. do they have? Uh, uh, they have eighty two. <laughs> <laughs> So I could have gotten, you're saying I might have gotten hornswoggled again? Uh, listen, 
uh, I don't know. I'm getting all these. Uh, 82. I don't follow any of these people. <laughs> There's a chance that's right. I just haven't seen anything from my. But I will admit, I'm also not chasing down women's basketball non-conference schedule stuff. I mean, I don't know if anyone in the media. That's usually something Iowa drops out to us. Oh, look, okay, let's post yeah. this. And I just, like I said, I haven't seen anything yet. There's a chance it's true. I mean, and, if, uh, and I get if it is, they're going to get 84 followers by the so end of the day. So would they? Uh, you and Suter. You they too. said a good, that we would be paying them $35,000. Does that sound like a, a proper number for a women's basketball opponent? I, I You know, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I, I know kind of roughly what football pays and men's. But I thought men's and, basketball was like around 100000 I've heard. Yeah, yeah, well, I would think men would be more than oh, women sure. just because everything's. But that I wouldn't be comfortable in saying, yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, that was the level of specificity that, that the guy had. So do you think of women's BB schedules, the people that run that account now are just dancing in their basement right now, high-fiving, we got <laughs> yeah. this thing, we're going to have 100 yeah. followers by the end of this day? You think that's what it is? Our I, goal is 100, Bill. I know that uh, Ion, that carries the women's basketball yeah. games on Fridays now. Uh-huh. WNBA? Uh, yeah, they said that... Uh, it is now sold out, and they uh, credited the and the ratings are good, and they credited uh, Caitlin Clark and and Iowa for uh, reviving the uh, the sport. What do you mean? How is it? What's sold out? The arenas? No, the uh, ads. Oh, on, uh, how many people are watching? They said that uh, that night they were like number eleven. Well, how many? Like really good. I do. Like over a million. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I hope it makes it. I mean, it's. Um, I do too. They were, they were real happy with it because I watched part of it Friday night and they interviewed, uh, one of the the, the manager or program director of Ion, uh, right before the uh, right before the game. He says, this is doing real well and they're excited to be a part of you know the yeah. whole yeah. spiel. But yeah, and they got it for at least two years. Well, so. hopefully they can make some money off it because right now they just don't make a lot of money. And there is this push. I think a lot of people, maybe not a lot, think that it's up to the NBA to financially support the WNBA. And I disagree with that. I think the market should say whatever is the case. I mean, the WNBA is never going to be the NBA, even with no. Don't take the, even with Caitlin Clark, it will never be the NBA. No, and. I don't really think it's the NBA's responsibility to, because when Brittany Griner was confronted by that idiot at the airport, uh-huh. some people were mad. Say, you know, if the NBA would just help support these teams, this wouldn't happen. I don't think that's the NBA's responsibility to do that. Do you guys? No, no. I just don't think it is. The WNBA needs to stand on its own two feet, and this is, looks sounds like it's a good start uh, to doing that. Well, they're an over the air. I mean, they get decent. Uh, ratings now they're usually of all the TV networks they're usually running anywhere between six and nine I mean they carry like blue bloods and crap like that that have just been out and they rerun those this, and they also the other good thing know. is they play at a time when there's not a lot of competition I mean that's true they don't line them up at the same time as prominent baseball there's just not a lot going on right now and well, that's what you hope that's how you survive the number three uh, it's ESPN, and then if TNT has sports, it usually comes in at number two on Friday nights. Number three is on Patrol Live. 
So what is on patrol? A cop show? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they go out with cops and it's live. It's you know like cops Jesus type Christ. stuff. I'm so yeah. beyond that stuff. Yeah. I quit watching that stuff ten years ago. Uh, I forty. I know for that's me. why you're bringing it up. Yeah. You're forty for me, but you're, no, you're, I I brought it up. You brought it up because you like watching it and you're kind yeah. of trying to get under our skin. Everybody should just watch. It's just stupid. It's, it's the stuff. It's no different police. than it was fifteen years ago. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, some guy I end would, up feeling kind of sorry for the perps because they're so. Stupid. Well, it's All always a wife beater T-shirt, no teeth, meth, tattoos. They're just convenience stupid. store. I didn't do it. Yeah, you, you know, it's just the same crap over and over. Well, it's boring. But there's some live things where they some, but not many surrounding a house. I mean, just boring. <laughs> I mean, the well, cop stuff was big. Twenty five, thirty. What are you doing on Friday nights? Not, hopefully, not watching TV. You know, I was out having a cold beer. Yeah. <laughs> A cold swarm beer, by the way, yeah. and then had a nice dinner. What was so, I doing Friday night? So I, I was out and about in our community. I can't. Remember. I wasn't out. I was. I don't normally watch TV on Friday nights. I don't even know what's on on Friday nights. I think I was listening to music Blue out on Bloods. my deck. So you always make a big deal about Blue Bloods. Oh, Steve. Well, I watch Blue Bloods like what I'm doing in the middle of the day. I'll have it on in the background, but I'm not Some watching. Some uh, forwarded me the dimensions of the big screen at the Iowa Athletic Club. Is it a projection? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. It's a beautiful... I'll have to go look That is it. a beautiful picture. I was... In, well, I understand that, but the projections have come a long way. Yeah, I But I, 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 I have so. to see see that again, because I... Well, I'm surprised that you uh, you would have marveled at it. Yeah. How big is it? I I can't I don't know. I thought it was absolute ten of my TVs. Truthfully, but. there was a lot going on there. Like the orders were wrong. Ooh. Then the right orders were cold. Now what are you guys talking about? Where are we again now? <laughs> the, uh, the Iowa Athletic. Iowa oh, Athletic. Okay, well, the beers were frosty cold. Well, then maybe they got things down, and now hey, everything's maybe they fine. Because. At that uh, juncture, uh, it sucked. Oh, gotcha. Uh, hi, hello. I think women's lingerie football is very underrated. Women's lingerie football? I'm not understanding. Is that. there such a thing? No, no. This is where this is why you want another transformer to explode. <laughs> So he can't I'm, get I'm, these But calls. was that based on something we had been talking about? No, nothing. He thought it was funny. So will our new phone company would be able to have a kill button? <laughs> I got a kill button. That was so odd that we the transformer blew up, and it took out our internet here and phone, and it blew up one of the uh, servers for KFMA. Did they find out what caused it? Was it an animal? Yeah, yeah, it was an animal, but when the transformer, when the animal got fried, the transformer evidently started arcing and started burning, because usually they can just come and replace the transformer. Yeah, uh, evidently it started the lines on it. Oh, the, that's right. The I forgot Saturday we fire. didn't have phones. No, it was quiet in here. It yeah. was. Yeah, I forgot about that, but obviously now we have. Phones but now there. we have phones. <laughs> Hello. Hello, uh, guys. Um, I was went to the uh, Iowa Athletic Club Saturday evening uh, for dinner, and that TV you're talking about? Yes. It, it's nine TVs, okay. um, about 65 inches each. Okay. So, that's, so I was that's close. I guess that yeah. 
Well, yeah. I said 10. Yeah. So it's yeah, nine separate the, TV stuffed together to look like one? Is that yeah, what I Yeah, and in sync. Yeah. Yeah. But see, yeah. I didn't see any no seams, though. No, it's very thin on the seams. Yeah. On the seams. And when you're watching it, it just kind of blends. Yeah. So you really can't see So you're seeing the same it. thing, though, nine different times. And it all blends into look like no, you've seen. No, you're seeing parts of one a picture. Big picture. Yeah, oh, that is the strangest it, it, thing I've ever heard. I'll have to go there just out of curiosity. Well, they it's had that really at cool. Best Buy. Wow. Yeah, it was fantastic. I watched um, the open on it uh, when I was there. Yeah, that was on was when we were there. there. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Did you get a swarm beer? I had two. What did um, you think? They're very good. I, I will get them when they're on the market. I, I um, will too. Is this place paying you for advertising? No, um, but that's my contribution, I guess. Well, thank you. No, we're talking about swarm beers. No, I'm talking about the athletic. No, they wouldn't advertise on a bet. (laughs) You've given them a lot of free publicity the last two days. Why wouldn't they advertise on a bet? They they don't. Wow. The ownership group I just I just said my experience sucked. That might be part of it. But my caller was happy. I'll go there again. And mine was very positive. Yes. I want to go there. Pat, to... I have one question for you. What's that? Um, effective July 1st, uh, new NCAA rules state that both men and women's basketball can add two new coaches each. Is there any, been any discussion about the direction they're going to be going at Iowa with that? Uh, well, I hope for both the basketball teams they coach defense. Yeah, I, haven't, I have yeah. not heard. <laughs> I've not heard anything specific. Okay. I just thought that was kind of an unusual kind of fly under the radar thing so two that's more two new coaches wow. would be pretty significant yeah that seems like a lot yeah I, yeah yeah I, I, I don't know i've not heard anything but Why? You, know, you look at the nba teams and they'll have seven or eight assistant coaches um it's just incredible the uh, number of coaches well, I mean, they the have men right now have uh, three and the bench, uh, but and the, the, behind the bench well, the men already right now have three, and they have a director of operations, and yeah. uh, they, they've got a huge staff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I have not yeah. heard anything specific, no. Okay, thanks. Thank you. No, I'll, I'll go back and try it again, you know, maybe. Because, I mean, that looks it looks like one gigantic okay, screen. Okay, but I, yeah, it's just like they had at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And then they've got this receiver that takes segments of, just show segments of a picture. So is it kind of a projection thing, or no? It it's it's LCD screens. Uh, yeah, because the picture is yeah astounding. Yeah, well, that's because it's like all, all these <laughs> nine things. of my TVs, nine of your TVs <laughs> put together. God, yeah. it seems even bigger than that. Yeah, but that's how they do it. I was impressed. Oh well, yeah, let no, me tell you, and I noticed that. But that's how they—that's how they do it. Yeah. So we were both right. We were both right. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought ten. It was like ten of my TVs, but it was only nine. Yeah. Well. So I was close. Yeah. Here's the the NCAA Division One Council voted Wednesday to eliminate the voluntary coach designation and increase the number of coaches allowed in baseball, softball, ice hockey, and men's and women's basketball. This is from January. The council also voted to eliminate standardized test scores, blah, blah, blah. I do remember, I do remember when this came out, and it did just kind of um, – the council met uh, – the council's decision uh, – let's see. The, 
The changes will allow Division One baseball, softball, ice hockey teams to have four full-time coaches. I remember talking to Rick about that. Mm-hmm. Instead of three, basketball coaching staffs can increase by two, though the two additional coaches will not be permitted to recruit off campus. So it's oh okay. So yeah, it's um, there's limitations on what they will be able to do. In so what's the the purpose? Just to get more, you know, jobs. You know, I don't know. To me, I mean. If they can't recruit, I mean, I mean, if we ha- we Fran's got three assistants already, the, the four guys can't handle practice with thirteen players. I mean, and it'll be interesting to see what their jobs will be. So basically, it's on-campus coaches. Yeah, for the most part, I'm trying. Yeah. In football, the council recommended redefining the graduate assistant positions and capping the number of years an individual can serve in that role at three, which that that makes sense. Seems um, reasonable. Well, let's see if there's any men's and women's Division One football program. Wait, most not men's and women. Most Division One football programs employ several analysts who are under current rules can't be involved in on-field coaching. There are no limits. Blah blah blah. Okay, those are all just proposal things, but but yeah, so they're. Starting July 1st, they can add two, how would you describe them? It's just on-campus coaches who can't recruit off-campus, which, um, I don't know. I mean, if they – it's a lot more money. I mean, I can't imagine those positions probably pay okay. At I wouldn't divi- think so. At a Division One school, I can't imagine either one's going to pay less than $100,000 a year, would I you? I wouldn't think so. So, and it just is – I guess it just helps. Like, in, I'm sure Fran probably loves it. I mean, I don't know if we've even asked Fran about it. I don't know. I don't remember if I don't know if it came up during the season or not. I can't. Maybe it did, and I'm just drawing a blank. I don't remember. But the not being able to recruit is pretty telling. So they're still going to basically have three full time coaches who can go on and off campus and recruit. That's not changing. So I would like to see both of the men's and the women's basketball team have a, a coach that does nothing but defense. Well, maybe that's what they'll bring in. But I just don't think the way Fran likes to play basketball, the defense is ever going to be a priority. When, when you like to play at a fast pace, you're at risk because there's more possessions, which means you have to play more defense. Well, and Lisa says the same thing. She's come out. She says, yes, we want to play better defense, but not at the expense of, of our, our offense. offense. And there's times when I was de- – I mean, even these great Iowa teams for the last couple of years, there's times where they've been shredded on defense. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of that, though, is they bring it on themselves because the more you shoot, the more opportunities you're giving the other team to shoot. So that just means you have to be on defense a lot more when you're playing uh, a fast pace like Iowa does. And I respect Lisa and Fran for not really deviating from their way. I mean, oh, Fran and, likes to play basketball a certain way. And make no mistake, I love the pace that our basketball teams play. But at. I also think there's – easy ways to identify getting better they got to get better at transition defense i the men do yeah they always they struggle big time with transition defense and there's times where they're just not connected on the perimeter guarding the three and what have you so but but i think we see a lot of it though because they lose games now 89 to 82 mm-hmm. i mean licklider would lose games 53 40. to 46 and stuff like that and win games 42 to 37 so his teams defensively looked way better than Fran's teams on paper but really were they that much better i don't know but they play at such, such a, a slow pace. pace it's hard to compare it's it, like it apples is. and oranges i mean you would think that they're better on defense because they give up you know 40 less points a game mm-hmm. but 
That could just be the pace, maybe. I don't. Oh, know. I think a lot of it was. I mean, Lick Lander's teams were okay on defense. He emphasized it. They were connected. He just never had much. I mean, he had okay athleticism at Iowa. Part of Lick's problem is he didn't recruit very well. No, I mean, and his teams weren't a lot of fun to watch. They weren't. Oh, they were miserable they were to watch. Terrible. It was just, it was excruciating. I would, yeah, I'd rather listen to Matchbox 20 than <laughs> that, that stuff. I would have chosen a Matchbox 20 concert over Iowa basketball with Lick. What oh, do you think of that? Uh, oh. What do you think of that? Them is the name of the giant ant movie, as pointed out in the uh, in Oh, the that's chat right. Room. While investigating a series of mysterious deaths, Sergeant Ben Peterson, played by James Whitmore, finds a young girl, Sandy Drescher, or Disher, uh, who is unable to speak. As Peterson joins forces with Robert Graham, FBI agent, played by James Arness, and scientist Dr. James, James Medford, James Arness. played by Edmund Gwynn. Yes. He discovers all the incidents are due to giant ants that have been mutated by atomic radiation. Peterson and Graham, with the help of the military, attempt to find the queen ant and destroy their nest before the danger spreads. 1954. Well, oh, I saw that movie a dozen times. I never did. It came yeah. out 10 years before I was born. Yeah. Did it have sustaining power? Has it yeah, evidently you can still see it on Amazon and Redbox. How about yeah. the Night of the and Living? And it's two ninety nine. Yeah. How about the Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. Remember, didn't that come out like sixty nine? Something like that. You know what was so unusual about that movie? I don't need to make it racial. There was a black person in it. It was one of the first things yeah. I saw as a little kid that had a black person in it. I mean, you just Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. I don't yeah remember, they got trapped in the house. The black guy and the white lady, right, Captain? Yeah. And there were zombies out there, and the only thing that helped them is. And we've had this discussion before, and I've never gotten a good answer. We'd 68. really be in trouble if zombies could move fast, right? Oh, Can yeah. you imagine if zombies could move like Gail Sayers? We'd have no yeah. chance. But instead, zombies are really slow and lethargic, well, the, and you well, have a like chance to get away. Frankenstein. Frankenstein slow. moves so, so. Why is this such Hey, Frank, I'm over horrible. here. Why don't you come and get me, you big wuss? You can call them names and just walk slowly and get okay, away from well, it. Well, like that AMC show... Uh, Walking Dead. That's what I say. I mean, why I don't, don't they just hop a bus and just or just walk fast? You could backpedal and wave at the zombies, and they couldn't. You could taunt them. You think zombie taunting would be fun? <laughs> I would watch that. I, zombie taunting, just a bunch of people going out there and just mocking them for being so slow. Come here, Speedy Gonzalez. Hey, hey I'm over here now. Here, you know, Flesh Boy. Hello. There's also Empire of the Ants, if you like big ant movies. Like it came out in the 70s sometime. I yeah. think I remember that one. Empire of the Ants. Is Charlton ants? Heston in that? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Chuck Heston. I, I doubt it. Get I would love to see Charlton Heston in an ant outfit. <laughs> what was that line? Get your hands off me. <laughs> you dirty ape. Yeah. Yeah. I remember damn, damn dirty ape. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> Chuck Heston. All right. Back to the Hawks. <laughs> Back to the Hawks. Yeah. I saw uh, they have a cutout of Caitlin Clark in the uh, First Avenue High V of her I s- holding up some some Chinese food. I saw that. Yeah. I did. I saw that and laughed. I mean, she's everywhere. Yeah. And I right, you know what I did right away? I went and ordered Chinese food. Did you? Well, then it worked. No, I'm kidding. I did not. If I, no offense, I, I ship a lot at High V. I shop a lot at High V. But if I'm going to get Chinese food, I'm probably not going to High V. 
Is that fair to say? I've never had their Chinese food. It's okay. It's okay. Amy's had it. It's hard to keep Chinese food like that in that setting where you make it all. Yeah. It sometimes gets gooey. I'd much rather go and... I haven't had that. No, I... It's not a Riza. Yeah. No. But But a Riza makes everything fresh to order. But it's... It's it's okay. It's better than... uh, Oh, what the hell? That uh, takeout place. Taste of China? No, no, no. Best China? The thing you drive. Had that P- what is it with Panda Express? Panda Express. Oh no, it's not better than Panda Express. Oh, I thought. No it was. way. No, it's not. Yeah. In my opinion, it's, there's no way because yeah. it just doesn't preserve as it's gooey. So Panda Express. So they're fast. So are they fast? Well, they than, have all the stuff made in trade. Are they faster than zombies? Oh, way faster than zombies. Yeah, you, I, hell, I could eat my whole meal there by the time a zombie gets through the line. And the problem with that is zombies got flesh dripping. You know, get it all. You don't want to be in line with a zombie. I would think not. And if you do, you'd rather be in front of the zombie than behind. Doctor Hook, when you're in love with a beautiful zombie, <laughs> wouldn't you rather be in front of the zombie in line though than behind if you had to be? Well, yeah, they'd be picking at you. So, do zombies <laughs> like zombie burger or not? <laughs> no. Nobody does. <laughs> I remember that thing. I remember going out to it at the at the mall one time, and I was going to order it. Then I looked around, and the first thing I saw was this na- nasty looking zombie with flesh and wounds. And yeah, I'm like, it took I, my I'm appetite not, away. I'm not getting it. And I didn't understand. Well, it. we went we went to it when it opened up downtown. It wasn't open very long either. But it got a lot of publicity when it first opened. A lot of publicity because wasn't it big nationally for it, a while? No, big in Des Moines. I, I just didn't. It was understand. like big in Des Moines. Huge in Des Moines. Yeah, and so and we went there, and it was way overpriced. Way overpriced, and not the, good. Like five guys think, overpriced. More. Oh, more so. Really? Yeah, okay. more so. You know, and I got a a double cheeseburger with macaroni and cheese on it. It was pretty good, but it was why? Well, I just got a burger, and the burger wasn't that great. Well, you know, did they even have regular burgers? Yeah, you could say I just want a burger. Keep your crap off of it. I think it's, I ordered it one time out at the mall one time, but I just was turned off by the decor. I don't need to see yeah. rotting flesh. As I kind of more... liked the zombie cutouts. But... <laughs> yeah, no, they did. They had the opposite effect on me. Yeah. I... But I didn't. The... Well, it's like the Hertz donuts. You know, I I don't want candy bars and crap on a donut. I had that one time donut. and it knocked the hell out of me. Yeah. It, I ate two of their donuts and I didn't eat for like a week. <laughs> They I'm were massive, and they had, like, Oreo cookies and Captain Crunch. Yeah, what the and hell? toenails and <laughs> bobby pins, and everything was on this. People like that stuff. They I like know. their cupcakes like that. Yeah, uh, I don't see, like See, I'm, I'm, like, I'm very basic. Yeah, when, I, my, when my mom used to make chocolate cake, sometimes she'd put um, chocolate frosting or vanilla frosting. She'd always have to leave a third of it. Without frosting, because I hate frosting. I never really and I don't my, like it either. And my brother and oh, you spoiled. Oh my god, little, I love frosting. They'd be like, "You spoiled little brat. Look what mom does for you." She'd leave a third of the cake for little Patrick because he didn't like frosting. Yeah, yeah I you don't. Know? I don't care. For and then the they would eat the frosting and then like have it and then show it to me in their mouth when we were eating. That's what big brothers do. I, yeah. I, I, I was mostly my sisters. I got uh, just ripped the other day because. So I think it was uh, Justin Roberts posted a picture of Kit Kat cereal, and yeah. I go, I Kit want Kat it. cereal. I bet that wouldn't be bad with a little I, milk. Yeah, that's what I said. I said I would like to get some. Of the, oh, you're going to get diabetes. But yeah, what's the point in eating cereal? Why not just have a Kit Kat if you're going <laughs> to? To me, if you're going to eat cereal, why not have it be a little more <laughs> Kit Katty? No, a little more maybe. I, I, like, I just I don't know. Thought I, it would taste good. 
I would think it would. If you oh, like, I'm sure yeah. it tastes good. If you like good. Kit Kats, yeah. it'd be great. I but love Kit Kats. Me, I do too. To me, cereal shouldn't be like a where you just turn it into just a really bad for you. Why? I, I mean, so it's easy just to eat a Kit Kat. A <laughs> couple hundred calories. I don't know. I, I'm Kit sure Kat it tastes has, great. Uh, Kit Kat, uh, Giant Bar Kit Kat, has only 190 calories. Really? Yeah. Well, that's weird because a normal size one like I just had last night has 220. I think you're off a little bit. Maybe I'm off. Yeah, no, the one I had last night had Well, how big is the one you had? The normal size Kit Kat. I had, actually had one last night. Did you hum the theme song? I did not. And I had a Reese's peanut butter cup. That I like to have maybe one piece of chocolate, not every day, but a lot at night. Yeah. And and the, like a regular Kit, uh, regular Reese's peanut butter cup, you know, the two, they have 220. Most of the, can, the small standard size candy bars are between like 200 and 250. Like a Nestle's so Crunch, Snickers I think. would be Snickers. I don't know. I haven't had those in a while. But oh, like a I Nestle's do. Crunch has yeah. like two ten, two twenty. Normal size does have two thirty three. Yeah, I was off by. I thought it was two twenty. Okay. Yeah, I wish you were right. That I'm mad. You're, okay, you're... but then it says uh, that the the big one has two eighty six. Well, you said one ninety. Well, why would it have? I would think it would have more because it's way bigger. Well, it's maybe they. Well, they, maybe I was telling myself that to make myself. Well, they also do some of that could be a lot of those things like the big ones. They'll tell you how many calories a serving per has. serving. That's and right. And then like that big one, my guess is that's got three servings in it, and that whole big Kit Kat that I know you're talking about has probably got like 600 calories. They they mislead you that way. You got to read do. the fine print. Serving. They do. They do. They don't. And then lots of times they'll break it into what it is for one individual serving. Then you'll see to the right how much it is altogether. Serving of, I, yeah, I got confused. Serving of the cereal has 190 calories. Oh. And depending how big your serving uh, is. Yeah, how big. See, I don't know how they, they, I guess they just. Tell you how many ounces. What is like, like you're Probably measuring. three ounces. Like you're measuring it. But no, I like some, like I love fruity, or uh, um, Crunchberry, Captain Crunchberry. And I haven't had cereal since the, the kids were little. I eat it every once in a while. Like once a year, I'll get a craving and eat cereal for like a week, and then I won't have it again. That's I just... used to like Cookie Crisp, but they changed the recipe. How about Cocoa Puffs? I like Cocoa I Puffs. I like Apple Jacks. I like Corn. I like Cocoa Krispies. I like Cocoa Krispies, Apple Jacks. Yeah. There's a lot of cereal. I just don't eat it much. Yeah. Uh, one of the newer, although it's been around now probably 40 years, but Crackle Note brand is great. Oh, I love that, but my. Yeah. God, does it have a lot of fat? It calories. sure does. I remember I That's was. Why it's so good. A yeah. buddy of mine in college who's a big bodybuilder. He used to eat that stuff. He'd pour it into yogurt and he would eat it. Mm -hmm. And I started eating it, think you know, because I was trying. To, I mean, I was twenty-one. I was, oh, this healthy. I'll try this health stuff. I looked at the box one time and realized, man, I've just eaten thirteen hundred calories, <laughs> and like it's just loaded. It is but loaded. My God, is it good? It sure is. It is really good. Yeah, he used to just dump it in yogurt, and he then oh, he would go. Good. Then he would go and lift weights for three hours. So, but yeah, no, I mean, you think, oh, oat brand, that's healthy. So, what is what it what's in it that has so much? Is the, I don't know, I'd have to look at the but no, it's got a but ton of calories, it does, and it's delicious. Yeah, you know, if you look at some salad dressings, have you ever had western dressing, which I love? Uh, I don't know, just yeah. a little tiny thing of this western dressing they have at the store, just a little, it's got 160 calories. In eight servings in this bottle. So this tiny bottle of Western dressing, what's 160 times eight? 
It's close to a thousand. It's over a thousand. Over a thousand. Just in a little tiny bottle of Western dressing. So salad dressing can be pretty misleading, too. For sure. You can have all these great vegetables and all this health, and then you pour three ounces, and then the next thing you know, you're eating. Uh, it's, it's turned you into You might as well have a double cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Might, yeah, you might as well. Well, there's a new uh, movie coming out that began filming on the 5th of this month uh, that is a, a horror comedy movie. Never liked horror uh, comedy movies. About uh, uh, roosters. Giant roosters. Really? Yeah. Uh, called, and this is the title of the movie, so I can say it. Killer Cox. <laughs> is that like Courtney Cox? <laughs> well, yeah, sure it is. Brian Cox? <laughs> Wesley Cox? Remember he played at Louisville? Yeah. Killer Cox. Killer Cox. Jo- I think there's a center fielder in the college bit, Jonah Cox. I think he plays for Oral Roberts. I believe just from filmed in Texas about killer chicken. That'll be a hard pass. How about tremors? I don't know. That was odd the other night. Kevin Bacon. I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing some roosters with some. How how about the legend of bad guys in their beaks? (laughs) What about the cool? Did you guys ever watch the legend of Boggy Creek? No, no. How can you? How did you guys not watch? I watched like fifteen minutes of Tremors last week. It's on a lot. Yeah. Oh, Forrest Gump was on the other day. Yeah, I, but no, you guys should both watch The Legend of Boggy Creek. I've heard about it. Yeah, it scared me. It scared the crap out of me. I, I was like eight years old when I, my dad let, let him go to the theater. He'll enjoy it. I, got I was an petrified. Argument about with uh, Kelly when he worked here about Kelly Ness? Exorcist. Yeah, he because he said he said that was just frightening, and I thought, honest to God, I thought it was stupid. On the it oh, just, yeah, it didn't scare me. me as, but I didn't see it at a theater. I know people that saw it at a theater. It didn't when it scare first, me. It disturbed me. I know people that saw it at the theater when it came out in '73 or whatever. And they were petrified. Yeah, it disturbed me. It was I disturbing. Thought the whole thing was. I, well, I her head I, when starts, she came down and peed. I laughed. Okay, yeah, I laughed at that. And then her head starts spinning, and I'm thinking. I kind of well, laughed then, just, too. I thought that was eerie. I'm like, I I, that's was... when she, what, the mother should have said, my God, she's part owl. Because you know how owls can spin their head around? <laughs> yeah. I think that would have been a better line. They should have had her instead of that owl for those that eye company. I think there you that go. That eyeglasses. But company. now, it, I could see why you would be scared. And a lot of people were, were, were scared. But I yeah. saw it years after it came out, too. And I had heard all about it. So I kind of knew what to expect. And, but, it, you know, if you're... I'm imagining people that what, are super religious. What it was, disturbed you about it? Well, it's just true. watching her degrade and get possessed yeah. by the devil. Yeah, no, it, it disturbed me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought. How about the? If they would have left out some parts, it would have been to me the pee it, part, the, the pee part, or the. Well, well, I think that was just showing how gone part, she was. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. but the I devil mean, could get her to do whatever. The head spinning did it for me. If they would have just stayed with physics. Well, you, you think can't. it could have been a good comedy? No. Like the devil also, no. it comes out, all of a sudden the devil pops. You know, I'm done with this. It you, just discredited everything. I was kind of, okay, she's, you know, possessed and all that. But then when the head started spinning, uh, that, that just did it for me. How about when she cussed? See, to me, I that have a problem with told that. him to F off. And yeah. <laughs> and I, said, I, I was disturbed by that, yeah. I will say. Put, put her on uh, Howard Stern. 
And her head goes around. She pees on him. Like, hey, just another typical show. <laughs> yeah, really. Just, a, just, another, just another show. Instead of a porn star, it's this little possessed little girl from, was it like Boston? Yeah. Isn't that where? Yeah. I will say the scary, for me, the, one of the scary parts is when The Exorcist came and you could see a silhouette and they used that yeah. as kind of the promotion. Just his dark shadow. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, a lot of people it, were it, really bothered by the it, fact that it reminds them that the devil, some people believe in the devil yeah, and that, you yeah. know, that's out there and that could, and I guess they wanted you to show that it could happen to anybody, you know, and then they try to connect, you know, the beginning of yeah. them. Doesn't the movie start in Italy? Where's, where's it start where they're digging oh, I up can't the, it's been too long. is that Italy or it, they I dig s- up some artifact. I that, think it's Italy. That disturb that. Yeah. I, but no, um, no, it just, I was in, to it and i could see where it was going but then that thing just well i think more people had tom's reaction yeah, yeah. i think a lot yeah. more people had yeah Tom. well it was i mean it, did that come out like 72 73 yeah right about the same about time right. as the godfather there were that sounds about there were some right. pretty power i, I power pack movies yeah, that came out. i then. just and i never believed in and i still don't believe that there's a devil now rosemary's baby did not but disturbed me in the slightest i tried to watch that i, I lasted like 10 minutes yeah, I just, it, wasn't it, just, very good. it just didn't do anything for me i'm like this is just nonsense so i probably went back to andy griffith <laughs> what if barney's head spun around does yeah. that disturb that, you that, no that well that'd okay. be it was 24 real, hour patrol it was real disturbing when he's sitting there with uh either one eight or betty lou i don't remember and she's Twirling her, twirling her head and peeing on him. <laughs> she, no, she's twirling his hair. Oh, like that. I still say one of the best scenes is when he says he would rough up Barbara Eden, <laughs> yeah, that's smack that's her it. around. <laughs> the the thought of you being able to write that in today's world, there's no way you could write that on a comedy, could you? I wouldn't bragging about oh with a woman like that, I tend to be a little rough. That's what Barney said. You know, and he said, with well, you know, knock her around, smack her around a little bit, show her who's boss. Could you get away with that today? No, without people, no, I don't think so. Without no. people complaining, I don't think you could. No, I don't think you get away with married with children today. You know what we can get away with? Yeah, taking a break. Well, we will take a break. Jim Hunter will be sitting in this chair. Where are you headed? I have appointments. Oh, yeah, busy. He's a big wig. I'm a big. Yeah, right. All right, we'll be right back. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember... For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertin and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. 
Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Hey, Iowa, we want your trade-in. It's that simple. Sedans, coupes, SUVs, vans, trucks. We want them all at Gary Ford in Iowa City. If you don't need it, don't want it, can't afford it, we'll pay top market value for your trade. If you've got a trade, you've got a deal. 0% financing available plus huge discounts on over 60 new vehicles in stock. So bring us your trade and we want them all. Gary Ford in Iowa City. Hurry in or shop online at GaryFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel's Building and Remodeling, has been offering unmatched service and quality for over 25 years. The trained professionals at Supel's Building and Remodeling will install and guarantee the products used in any job, no matter how big or small. They also stand behind their work and offer no-nonsense, exceptional customer service from design to completion and beyond. Whether it's a simple window replacement or a major house addition, you'll have the confidence that Supel's Building and Remodeling is committed to quality. Visit Supel's.net or call them today at 319-337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Bump's Restaurant, located at Finkbine Golf Course off Melrose Avenue in Iowa City, is your pre-game and post-game destination for all Iowa sporting events. Bump's Restaurant is a unique experience that features perfectly cooked, juicy half-pound certified Angus burgers, hickory-smoked barbecue meats, a variety of fresh salads, and creative appetizers. Food is more than just food. It's a celebration like a Hawkeye victory. Present your University of Iowa sporting event ticket from that day's event and receive 5% off. Bump's Restaurant offers delivery through DoorDash, live music Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m., and 35 unique craft beers. Lunch and dinner is served from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday and Sunday brunch from 10 to 2. Full menu options, reservations, and private event information are online at Finkbine.com. Make it Bump's Restaurant, Barbecue, Burgers, and Beer. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit diamonddentalpc.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. 
Dear U of I, just a note to let you know, if you're ever thinking about selling Kinnick Stadium or Carver Hawkeye Arena, please consider Hawkeye Title and Settlement. We're here to provide efficient, high-quality real estate title and closing services. Signed, Hawkeye Fan Forever, and send. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Whether it's a large commercial property or if you're buying your first home, remember, we're here to help. Hawkeye Title and Settlement Services of Iowa City. You'll love our team just like you love the Hawks. Are you tired of living in a home that doesn't quite meet your needs? Then it's time to call the experts at Streets Maintenance. Their team of skilled professionals specializes in renovations and remodeling, transforming your home into the space you've always dreamed of. From kitchen bath remodels to complete home renovations, no job is too big or too small. Streets Maintenance will work with you every step of the way to ensure your vision becomes a reality. So don't wait any longer. Call Streets Maintenance to schedule your consultation at 400-4483. Let's start building your dream home today. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog, an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players, sports bar and grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting events. The weather's warmer and there's no better time than now to get out and take on adventure with Kettleson RV Hiawatha. Come see the savings. Brand new floor plans and attractive used RVs. You won't believe the big deals. Savings on a Forest River Ozark, 1620BH, only $16,995. Or even bigger discounts on the Grand Design Imagine 2400BH or Solitude 310GK. Before you hit the road to big adventure, make your first stop Kettleson RV in Hiawatha. Just off 380 Boyson Road exit. More traveling families start out from Kettleson RV. All right. Okay, okay already. We heard you and we listened. The Oxyokin's famous Sunday brunch buffet is back. For over 40 years, we've served brunch, offering so many choices of fresh entrees, homemade salads, waffles, pastries, three tiers of desserts, make your own Bloody Marys, and much more. Such a great value. Serve nine until one. Also, lunch, dinner, banquets, and carryout daily. You can order curbside carryout online at oxyokin.com and take the comforting taste of the Oxyokin to your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our Oxyok family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The Oxyokin. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. 
I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Parts of the South are caught in the grips of a punishing heat wave. Here's Stephanie Abrams at the Weather Channel. Temperatures well above 100 degrees, and then you factor in the humidity. That's giving us heat advisories anywhere from New Mexico all the way into Louisiana. We're talking the one teens to the one twenties. So make sure a lot of water, and you want to wear those loose-fitting light clothes. Unfortunately, this heat is going to be lasting for an extended period of time. You also want to make sure you don't leave your kids or your pets unattended in your car. Scientists say one of the most severe marine heat waves has developed off the coast of Britain and Ireland. Scientists say the reasons include unusually weak trade winds and a lack of Saharan dust in the atmosphere, which reflects sunlight away from the Earth's surface. The BBC's Justin Rowlett. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has met with Chinese President Xi Jinping in Beijing. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer says the meeting came amid strained relations between the two countries. The United States and China had even stopped talking to each other military to military in spite of the fact that they both using big weapons and ships and planes around mm -hmm. Taiwan in close proximity. In Russia, the jailed opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, has appeared in court on new charges that could keep him in prison for decades more. CBS's Vicky Barker reports from our foreign desk in London. A gaunt Alexei Navalny, hair cropped, clad in a black prison uniform, defends himself against new charges of extremism that could extend his current 11-and-a-half-year sentence by decades. He's said he hasn't been allowed to read the new charges against him. Australian citizens will soon vote on whether to give the native population more power in the government. Here's Scott Maiman in Canberra. Key legislation's been passed by the Australian Parliament to allow a referendum on a greater voice for the Indigenous population to have a say on Aboriginal policies. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. Parliament's passed laws, but it is people who make history. More mass shootings in America this weekend. According to the U.S. Gun Violence Archive, more than 800 children and teenagers have been shot to death in the U.S. so far this year. That's CBS's Jared Hill. Today is Juneteenth, a time to reflect on the end of slavery in the U.S. and the treatment of black Americans today. It's important that Juneteenth is official federal holiday so that all Americans can celebrate the struggles and continued struggles of African Americans, uh, considering the racially polarized climate that we live in today. Jacoby Williams is the chairman of the Department of African American Studies at Indiana University. This is CBS News. KCJJ Weather. Brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. It is going to be sunny and warm this week. Our next chance of rain not uh, coming in here until about late Saturday, Sunday of the upcoming weekend. Today, mostly sunny. We'll get to 89 this afternoon. The wind out of the east at 5 to 15. Tonight, mostly clear. We'll drop down to 63. Tomorrow, sunny 91. Sunny, dry weather will continue through the rest of the week with highs in the upper 80s to low 90s right on through the weekend. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's 78. Hawk Fanatic.com is back. The principles remain the same. The monitor has changed. So just yes. Subbed in the lineup. I, Jim Hunter, will be answering phone calls and So do you feel commenting. that things are going to improve or Oh, I don't think maybe so. Maybe not quite as good. <laughs> I don't think they'll be any worse. Like I, I think things will continue no, on. What, what do you mean by that? I meant in the most positive way things will continue on its uh, their merry arc. way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's fair enough. There you go. 
we want to talk mediocre, we can talk uh, the Cubs. Central Divisions. <laughs> hey, they had won five in a row, then they lost last they night. They lost last night, but they uh, they are now only five games under five hundred and <laughs> only four games out of the first place. So yeah, are they one... ahead of the Cardinals then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Cardinals are really struggling. They're... <laughs> I mean, the West, the, their division sucks. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Uh, both uh, the NL and AL Central. Is so Milwaukee on top? The, they're, them and Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a game, uh, half game back because they played one more game and they lost it. So they each have 37 wins. Now in the uh, AL Central, the Twins have, are at 500 and are in first place. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I, like I said, I just haven't watched. Uh-uh. Sox are 11 games under in last I can't remember place. being less interested in a Cubs team than the last couple of years. I just, I agree. Just nothing. Yeah, I know Jim just nothing there. stays with them, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm still a casual fan. None of their players are fun to watch other than Stroman when he pitches. And I just saw that they've shut down negotiations with him because he wants a long-term contract and they won't commit to it, and he's going to end up being traded. That's right. That's just the way they are. He will not commit to a, they will not commit to a long-term contract, and so they're not. Why not? Because they don't want to spend money. For yeah, some reason, they, they just don't want to spend money. This is how they want to exist. This is the Cubs of the 70s. Yeah, yeah. and they were terrible. Yeah, that's what this is reminding me of. And they did win five in a row, but the problem is they've done this before this year, and then they go into a stretch where they lose 10 of 14 mm-hmm. or 11 of 15, which could be – I mean, they lost to the Orioles yesterday, so I just – I don't know. It's a shame what's happened to them. Well, the only baseball I've watched this year has been the Hawkeyes. Yeah. I mean, and, and I loved watching Like I said, them. I'm actually watching more of the College World Series than I am the Cubs, and that's pretty telling because I've never been a big College World Series fan. But for some reason this year, I've – I've gained more interest. I don't know why. Maybe well, it's because I'm not watching the Cubs. I know we'll, we'll go see a couple of Colonels games this year. Well, we do every year. But it, you do that more for just fun. the experience, not oh, like yeah, you're a hardcore Colonels fan, but no. keeping score and you know. No. And you do that just for the experience. Just yeah. I mean, it is fun to go to a ballpark. You can and I eat watch dinner there. You, you have a couple beers. Just a couple beers. Hot dogs and, uh, or, or a, a tenderloin. Or oh, they have burger. tenderloins there. Yeah. Are they better than Carver? Probably about the same. Lesson. Better than Kraken? No. <laughs> they had had 5,000 people at a game earlier this week. Colonels did? Yeah. What's wow. that place hold? Uh, about, Not much about more that. than that. Yeah, that's a nice crowd. <laughs> it looked like it was packed. So, yeah, it's good. They're getting some support. And But, yeah, when I saw the Stroman negotiations at ended, I'm just like, typical. Just don't want to commit to anything. And Stroman will probably end up being traded, and some other team will sign him to a well, of course they will. deal. I mean, he's been lights out this year. Yeah. Well, they, just, they just don't want to spend money. Their long-term uh, contract is it's not. They had Jason Hayward for more years than they wanted, and then but then they had um, the pitcher from the Red Sox that, you know, wasn't super dynamite or anything like John that. John Lester. But, yeah, Lester. Yeah, was, the Hayward was deal. Solid. Was, the Hayward deal was Lester terrible. was good. He was yeah, solid Lester was for a great. The whole time he was there. The Hayward yeah. deal was not good for the years. The amount of money he did. Helped them with leadership, great defender, great base runner, yeah, great nothing team Didn't leader. have much of a bat, Just couldn't though. hit. And they paid way too much. Was it an eight-year deal for like $25 million a year? It, it was, was just huge. Even at the time, I didn't think, even though he was pretty hot at the time, he was still never a great hitter. He just never was. He had one really decent year, and that was And he it. cashed in on that. Yep. But his defense and his base running and his leadership, that, that stuff was all impeccable. He was great. And it helped him win a World Series. But, God, the amount of years they paid for him, it was ridiculous. Yep, saw him strike out with the bases loaded on the 4th of July in 2017 to lose the game. Nice. <laughs> like, come on, Jason, just one hit. Yeah, he just had trouble <laughs> making contact. And, but then he also didn't hit for enough power to offset his inability to hit for average. It right. Just was, just was not a good thing. But, man, could he play right field. He's 
great and he was a fielder. great clubhouse guy and what have yep. you. So hopefully I'll get interest again in the Cubs. Now let's say they end up. Let's say they win. 12 out of 13 games. Then I'll, okay, let's see. They're in first place. Because that'd probably put them in first place in that sorry yeah, division. Would. If something like that happened, then I'd probably, but I just don't see it happening. I just don't think they have the personnel to sustain something like no, that. And I hope I'm wrong. Us. I hope I'm wrong. But I do too. But. but lately I've been right about taking the glass half empty with the Cubs. Now, speaking of that, I can segue into, I did a, I did 10 predictions. I read that. I did 10 predictions. And these were mostly glass Half full. Per- I didn't think anything was outrageous no, at all. I, and what's the point of doing 10? Can you imagine if I did 10 just really nasty, <laughs> just mean-spirited, <laughs> negative? Why do something like just to piss off the fans? You could easily do that. Oh, sure. Uh, you know, I could. I predicted I will finish second to Penn State in wrestling, you know, do snarky stuff like that. But what's the point? I, I'm here to spread joy. And um, let me find it here. I'll call it up. Because you know that is my mission in life is to spread joy. It always has been. Don't you agree? Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. Ten predictions. In no order. No particular order. Um, I loved your, your Caitlin Clark prediction. And that's very possible. I really think that's going to happen. I, don't, I, I think she'll get fit. She's going to have to score more next year without Susanna. Well, she is. So, um, okay. Number one, Beth Getz will ultimately be promoted from Iowa's inter- interim athletic director to athletic director following a nationwide search and interview process. That was my first one. Then I, I explained why. Agree. And I don't need you. to go. Okay. Um, let's see. Where's number two? Number two, senior guard Tony Perkins will lead the Iowa men's basketball team in scoring next season. This was a tough pick between Perkins and senior forward Pacto McCaffrey and Valparaiso transfer Ben Cricky. Perkins ultimately was given a slight edge, partly because he should have the ball in his hands more than Patrick McCaffrey or Cricky, who also plays forward. I, I think Tony, if I'm picking any, I think Tony averages maybe 15, 16 next year and leads them in scoring. And I think he's also going to benefit, I, at least I hope, between Bowen and Brock Harding. Both of those guys will show that they can shoot better from three than Eulis did because then that will make it harder for contenders to sag off them like they did. Nobody guarded Eulis. They can't the be worse, can they? Well, I mean, Eulis was an okay defender, was an okay ball handler, an okay passer. Couldn't shoot, and defenders no. just sagged off him yep. all the time. So I think that will help them spread the floor, and that's my prediction. I think it's either going to be one of those three guys leading the team in scoring next You don't year. think Peyton has a chance? I, I possibly, but I think he's more of a – uh, more of almost like a designated shooter. I think he'll play more minutes, but I also think his brother may eat into a little bit of his scoring. Mm-hmm. I think Tony Perkins is going to have the ball in his hands way more than Peyton does. I could see Peyton. Well, they, Peyton I, I agree with that. I, I think Tony has a chance to have a really good season, but as I wrote in here, he's got to improve as a three-point shooter. That's his big thing. He's too inconsistent right now. And then number three, Caitlin Clark will become the third different Big Ten women's basketball player to score at least 50 points in a game. That distinction currently belongs to former Minnesota player Rachel Bannum. God, I forgot how good she Rachel was. Rachel Bannum, yeah. You remember her? Oh, yeah. And former Michigan star Naz Hellman. Bannum actually did it twice, scoring 60 and 52 points as a gopher, while Hellman scored 50. Former Iowa All-America center Megan Gustafson holds the Iowa single-game record of 48 points, but just barely as Clark's career best is 46. So I do think Clark. I think Clark will break fifty next year, partly out of necessity because without Susano, I think she's going to have to score even more. There's going to be games where they're going to have to figure out a way to get those ten or fifteen points that Monica maybe would have produced, and she may take it upon herself to do that. You know, she's. I think there's games this year where she easily could have scored fifty, and they either took easily. her out. I think it happens next year. No, I. I, I, I would right. I wouldn't go as far as to say that she was go, that she's going to break Bantam sixty. Six, that's a lot of points, even for Caitlin Clark. So, but 
Okay, number four, the Iowa football team will win the Big Ten West Division to mark the end of an era as the Big Ten plans to get rid of the division, plans to get rid of the divisions once UCLA and USC both join the conference in 2024. This prediction says as much about the Big Ten West Division as it does about Iowa. I think Iowa with their schedule, I think the three of the teams are ushering in new head coaches. Sometimes the transition doesn't go as smoothly at first. I think there's just so much working to Iowa's advantage. They don't play Michigan or Ohio State. Their non-conference schedule is easy. I just think there's a lot. I think Iowa could win. The, I mean, Spen- and I think McNamara will be better than Spencer Petras. And in fairness to Petras, Iowa won a Big Ten West division with him at quarterback, they and they won 10 games. So it's not like I'm leaping way up to the stars to make this prediction. This could easily happen. Well, the offensive line's going to have to that's, you know, get that's their one ass together. Yeah, and special teams and defense are going to have to still be rock solid. I mean, there's always a chance mm-hmm. that those mm-hmm. things might drop. You never know. I don't think they will. A couple key But injuries. I'm assuming a lot when I say that because the first thing I do is defense and special teams are rock solid. I think McNamara will be better than mediocre. I think Petrus was mediocre at best, wouldn't you say? Yes. Okay. At, um, at best. Number five, the Iowa baseball team. Not all his fault, though. No, not all his fault. The Iowa baseball team will win the Big Ten regular season title next season and for the first time since 1990. That's assuming that everybody who can come back will come back, stay healthy, and what have you. I think Iowa could have the best pitching rotation in the Big Ten next season. They had one of the best this year. I, I think, and they got most of their position players coming back. They're going to miss Dorigi. They're going to miss Keaton Anthony, who I assume is going to be gone to the draft. I would assume. And But all the other position players, assuming they do return, We'll all be back, and that's a lot of players. They got good players coming in. You combine that with Rick's culture. I just say, why not Iowa? They were close this year. Yeah, they were. They were close. So um, let's see. Number six, Virginia transfer Nick Jackson will lead the Iowa football team in tackles next season. I think that's because of the position he plays, who he is. He led Virginia in tackles in each of the past three seasons. He had over 350 tackles while he was there. He three times made all ACC. And he's not coming here to be a role player. Nick Jackson could have went to a lot of places. Iowa has basically said, you come here, you hit the ground running, pick up where you left off at Virginia. My guess is he and Jay Higgins will probably be their top two linebackers. And if they play three, um, you've got Kyler Fisher and there's some other ones. But I think Nick Jackson's going to be penciled right in. They've never listed him on the depth chart yet because he wasn't with the team. Mm -hmm. But that's my prediction. And that's partly because – a linebacker almost always leads Iowa in tackles. Almost always. And um, Jack Campbell did it in each of the past two years. Number seven, Iowa tight ends Luke Lachey and Eric All will both have over 30 catches next season. This is easy to see happening considering tight end Sam Laporta had 58 catches just by himself last season. I think Laporta's role will be spread out between these two. I think they're both going to be McNamara's, probably his two favorite targets. McNamara is used to playing with Eric All. Eric All had over 400 receiving yards at Michigan. Luke Lachey had 28 catches last year, so he almost did that, even taking a backseat to Laporta. He also had four of their seven touchdown catches. I almost went to say 40 catches each, but that's a little bit. If they can get both those tight ends to catch over 30 passes, that means the offense, I think, is doing pretty good. Okay, number eight. Um, Do you think they will top what uh, Fant and Hawkinson were able to do? I'm not ready to go there, no. I'm not ready to go there yet, but we'll see. I mean – I mean, Fanton Hawkinson, I mean, Hawkinson had almost 800 yards. No, I don't think they'll do that. But I do think they're both going to have over 30 catches, and I think they're both going to have between 350 and 600 yards receiving. 
And um, Cooper DeGene will have at least one punt return for a touchdown next season and at least one pick six next season. That's not hard to envision. He had three pick sixes last year. He averaged 16-point yard, five yards on punt returns, nearly broke a couple. Nearly broke a number of them. And I do think teams will be throwing less his way, so the opportunities for pick sixes probably won't be as bountiful as they were last year because I do think teams are going to respect him. But if they do that – what's even better than a pick six is if you shut off half the field because that can help you through the course of a game even more. I mean, if teams are going to shy away from even throwing his way, that's just huge for the Iowa defense. Okay, number nine, the Iowa football team will defeat Iowa State names. I I just think they will. I do too. I think Iowa State's got some roster issues right now that are uncertain, and Iowa's won six of the last seven games. Iowa was terrible last year and still almost beat them here. Iowa State wasn't much better, even with all their go-to players. And their, that receiver's going to be gone. Who knows what's going to be at quarterback. And Iowa has had no problem winning in Ames recently. No. So that's not really going out on a limb. No, say, I agree with you. And, but would I be shocked if they lost in Ames? No, no not at all. Not. not at all I wouldn't be shocked. And then my tenth one, Tory Taylor will punt fewer than 65 times next season. Somebody may think of that. Okay, well, who cares? Well, he punted 82 times last year and 80 the time before. If he punts fewer than 65, that's a good sign that the offense is producing. That's a great sign. And, I mean, I'm not saying I think he's only going to punt like 35 or 40 because the offense is going to be lights out. I do think the offense is going to be better to where he doesn't have to punt six, seven, eight times well, a game. Well, that's the average of about five times a game. That's still a decent amount of punts. It's not like seven. I'm going – I mean, I could have really went out on the limb and said, yeah, he's going to punt fewer than 50, but I wasn't ready to go there but if he could cut those punts down to like 61 or punt 20 less times in the season before that's significant that would be a a great sign that's almost two possessions a game yeah no so so those are my 10 predictions mostly um positive ones and i'm not going to do it would you read a negative one just a nasty one just bad predictions taking shots would i read it sure but and then afterwards you'd put it down yeah that i'd be happy to say you know well you I guess you can have your uh, opinion, but I don't think this is going to happen because... Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, you could do nasty ones like um, the Iowa men's basketball team will fall short of winning the Big Ten regular season title for the football... 51st straight year. Yeah, but I just think that would upset fans. and We're not not here for that right now. It's too hot out now. With this heat, I don't want fans to be upset. They're going (laughs) to deal with all this heat, no rain. Well, if you're going to, I mean... If you really want to piss them off, say the Iowa men's basketball team not only will not make the NCAA field this year, they're not going to make the NIT. But I don't believe that. I, I, I do believe that they're probably not going to win the regular season title next year. I don't believe that they're not going to make the NCAA tournament, though. I would, If I was to do a nasty, snarky one of negative, it would all be things I would have to believe because that's disingenuous. Uh-huh. I could do that. I do think that I don't. I think at worst they'll make the NIT. I don't, um, I, I, but I don't think, so. think they're going to win the Big Ten regular season title. I don't well, think they're going to be that I don't think good. you need to be uh, Nostradamus to predict that. <laughs> well, no, what I'm, that's why I'm saying um, that's why. But I, if I said that I don't think they're going to make the NCAA tournament, I wouldn't be being true to myself because yeah. right now I do think they'll probably make it. I think they probably will too, but it's... But uh, I think they'll make it as an eight or a nine. I think it'll be similar to last year. I think they're going to have a similar season... I think they're going to go win anywhere from 9 to 11 conference games or 8 to 11 conference games. They go 9 and 11, 10 and 10, they're probably in. They're probably in as an 8 or a 9 seed. Probably. Something like that. That's what I think is going to be the ceiling for this coming season. Do I think they're capable of unraveling and not even making the NIT? I guess you could always say that. I mean, I mean. um, Well, we got a pretty untested team in a lot of ways. I mean, it's going to be way different than last year's team. It will be. I mean, it will be, but we kind of said that last year, too, when Keegan and Jordan Bohannon left. 
Well, and it was It was way different. different, and they still made the NCAA they, tournament. They did. That's what I'm saying. I'm not ready to st- – I, I still think there's enough sustaining power with what Fran has built. Um, but, no, I don't – I mean, sooner or later they're going to win the Big Ten regular season title again. Do you think they'll do it in your lifetime? No. My really? lifetime. Uh, your lifetime, probably. Although, hell, I could die before you. Well, you could. <laughs> we all could die before you. I, I think before. you... Uh, I feel like I'm dying I mean, right now on this show. You you have a better shot at... Uh, well, just by age. That, yeah, yes. I've got, yeah. I've, I mean, I'm what, like 14 years younger than you? 30, how, what are you, 71? 71. So I'm 12, 12 years younger than you. Hunter, what are you? 63. 63, okay. I think the... I'm uh, in my 252nd trimester. I All think right. the Iowa women <laughs> will do it again before I shuffle off this mortal coil. Like next year? I think they will, yeah. You think they'll win the Big Ten regular I season? Do. At yeah. least a chunk. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what the other... And th- I could be wrong about that. I'm not sure what, the, I'm not sure what Indiana's done during the offseason. Uh, they're they're going to be good. Yeah, my guess is Iowa and Indiana will be picked as the two, followed by Maryland probably, and then Michigan. Those are... And then LSU is going to be a hands-down number one. And it's going to be the kind of publicity where if LSU doesn't win the national title, it's going to be viewed as a, as a disappointment. They put a lot of pressure on themselves. Their roster is just, I mean. They've spent a lot of Because they got the money, girl from but, DePaul too, right? Yes. They, oh, I'm, they're going to be incredible. Yeah, but sometimes that doesn't always work. No, it doesn't. More times than not, it does. It's going to be interesting to see the chemistry that they build. And I know we don't like her, and she's annoying, but she can coach. Kim oh, Loki my can God, coach. yes. And she's got this ability to get all these different players from different backgrounds and personalities to come together for the good of the team. There's going to be a lot of star power on that team. I mean, on paper, Iowa doesn't stand a chance on paper. Not, not really, huh? I mean, well, we couldn't keep if, up you were to list the t- if you were to list the top five players in women's basketball – You'd have Caitlin Clark, of course, probably number one. But then you could have three players from LSU uh, rounding out that uh, top. At least two, yeah. At least two, yeah. So, yeah, that's I – mean, I, I forgot that the girl from DePaul went there, too. I, I, I mean, I don't know if Haley I don't Van think that's really would be good. a top five She wouldn't player. be in my top five. Mara but, would. And Angel Reese would. Angel Reese, for sure. But I don't think that's good for women's basketball to have a superstar team like that. No, Especially if they roll through and just no. win it next year. I, I mean – I thought women's basketball suffered from the Tennessee and Connecticut dominance for they 25 did. years. Very it's much part so. of the reason I didn't pay much attention to it. I think having teams like Iowa do these breakthrough seasons and show life at other programs, that's what women's basketball needs to spread. And I hopefully we're seeing that. But this LSU offseason, this is NIL. I mean, this. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a lot, number of things. It's a good program. And for, I've never been to Baton Rouge, but it seems to students, it seems to attract a lot of people. I mean, I've only been to Louisiana once or twice, and I've never even been there that much. But, um, but there's also the Kim Mulkey factor. Yeah. And these star players wanted to come together to have this special team. But like I said, there's a risk involved because if you don't win at all, you're going to have a lot of critics saying you were a failure. I mean, if they could win 30 games next year and if they get beat in the second or third round of the NCAA tournament, failures. Oh, without question. But you could also – some people would say that about Iowa. Let's say Iowa wins 28 games in the regular season but then gets beat in the Sweet 16. I mean, like – or coming up short like we did against Creighton two years ago. People will say no matter what happens in the regular season, even if they run the table in the Big Ten and win it, if they lose early in the NCAAs, it will offset all that. I don't think that's fair. No, but that's our world. I really – but, no, that is the world we live in. I mean, do I expect Iowa to make it to the Final Four? No. 
No, it's easier to say no. Would I be stunned if they did? I wouldn't be stunned if Kate, with Caitlin Clark. I think a lot of – I don't think they're going to be as good next year because they're not going to have Monica Cezano yeah. Or, yeah. or McKenna Warnock. Those were two key players. But I, I think well, as long as Caitlin's here and as long as Lisa's the coach with the foundation, they're never going to be bad again. No. I mean, agreed. and with Caitlin, they always have a chance to be special. Yes. I don't see Lisa ever – I mean, there was a stretch, Lisa, about midway through her run here, where she had some NIT teams. They were she did. mediocre, but she overcame that. And then she, I mean, with Megan, and you go with Megan and Caitlin, that's eight years of having just major star power. And I think that they have a chance. Yeah, I mean, I, my guess is Iowa will be ranked in the top five next year because people will see Caitlin Clark and two other starters returning. And for a lot of people, that's all you need. Am I convinced they're a top five team? No, not right now. I think with Caitlin, just by her just by her star power, they're easily a top 10 team. And top 10, yes. Top 5, I don't know. I'm not ready to go I, there I'm yet. I think they're going to miss Monica a lot more than people maybe think now. But maybe Addie O'Grady and Sharon Goodman, maybe they're just going to come. If they could come in, I almost did one of my predictions that they were going to combine together to average at least 15 points and 10 rebounds next year. I didn't do that one. But I could see I could see that happening. Well, that Addie, needs to happen. Addie is a, a really good player. She just needs to play more, and she needs to get better. Yeah, she needs. I mean, she, she was a really good a, player in high school. She's a good shot blocker. She's shown signs here. Good shot blocker. She's a good rebounder. Um, not. She doesn't have any kind of an outside shot. No, doesn't run the floor exceptionally well. And, and but I, nor did Monica when she first. And got I here. don't think that her hands are anything like Monica's. But Monica also got in much better shape when she got here. She did the weight room. Just she she gained muscle but lost weight. And I think that's kind of what Addie will do as she goes further along because Iowa likes to play at a fast pace and you don't want your center lagging behind. But if they can get 15 and 10 combined out of the two centers next year, I think that well, will be okay. Be great. I think yeah. that'll be okay. I think Hannah Stolke is also going to be I think a lot Hannah, better. She, yeah. she made a lot of, you know, questionable moves out, out on the court. That's just, you know. She's got to become a better shooter. Her first yeah. year. She's got to become, she's got to show that she can make a shot from 10 feet. Got to be a better free throw shooter. That, but right now, teams don't respect her shot from beyond. No. So they're just going to sag in on her, and that's going to be harder for her next year if Monica's not there to space. Hannah, Hannah hopefully, and I know she is, she's got to be working on her mid-range game. Oh, I'm sure. Because she's not a center. She's a power forward. Yeah, no, I agree. And you, it's hard agree. to play power forward if you don't have some semblance of a mid-range game. And um, Now we're really breaking it I down. I think uh, we haven't seen what Jada Jimphy can do. No. And she, is it possible that she can take she's on She's definitely got size and athleticism. Yeah, you role, never know. Maybe. She may, somebody like that might emerge. You just yeah. don't know. And we don't know what... Um, the freshman guard, Kenise Johnson. Uh, Etienne Johnson. She may come in and move, demand minutes. Well, I hope so. She may move ahead of Molly Davis. You don't know what's going to happen. That's possible. Well, Molly kind of uh, ran into a wall when she got against up against well, some Molly's of the bigger, lack of height really, more athletic Her lack of players. height really hurts her. And I think when she was at Central Michigan, she was a volume shooter. Yeah. And she knew going into every game that she was going to be a volume shooter. That's not the case at Iowa. But I think she's been a nice addition to the team. But, she has. But her height really causes her problems on it, both ends. It does. It really does. And, and she's not a great, 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 great three-point shooter. She's okay. So, But, we'll, but I, she'll I definitely play a role that. next year. She'll yeah. definitely play a role. 
But yeah, the Jada, how she pronounce her name? Jada Jimphy. She definitely is one. She's got size and athleticism. She, she didn't play all this year, did she, Hardly. Well, a very little bit. Very little. So yeah, she's another one. She made. Well, she, she was uh, injured. She's from Johnston, didn't she? Uh, yeah. She was she injured. She was injured early. Yeah, I knew early that. On. But that's one. She's kind of, we don't know much about her. We don't know. She may come in and hit the ground running next and year. And she might. And from what I understand, she is a lights out three point shooter, at least in practice. Well, they could always use some of that. Yeah. That's what they use to yeah. spread the floor. But um, no, it's going to be interesting to see how Caitlin carries on without Monica because she's never played at Iowa without Monica. No, that's it'll right. Be, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting. You've got superstar players. Part of being a superstar is adjusting to what you have, and she will. But yeah, when I walked into Hy-Vee the other day, there was this big. <laughs> yeah, thing I Caitlin. saw it. I just laughed. I'm, I, like I said, I, God, she's everywhere. Well, she's got a pretty good NIL deal with Hy-Vee, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Hy-Vee, Bu- doesn't she do Buick? She did uh, for, as part of the, uh, yeah, the march to the Final Four last and year. And then yeah. she's got a couple other national ones. And those things H&R will, Block. Those things will follow her to the WNBA. Yeah, H&R Block. Kaylin Clark on taxes. <laughs> well, she is a business major, isn't she? Well, that's true. <laughs> well, she's lucky. They, I do my taxes with an H&R Block. They do a good job, but it ain't cheap. No. My taxes are super expensive just because I got so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And what have you. How much do you have to spend a year? Between, it's been between 450 and 600. Yeah. That's just for my personal ones. I mean, for both the websites, each one are like 400. I think we're, we pay about that. Yeah. So 500 and so. um, But but yeah. It goes up a little bit every year. But with all the, I got a lot of paperwork involved with mine. Hello. Ah, doesn't she have a commercial or something with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs also and Mahomes through Ivy? I think you're right. I think they well, are. I haven't seen it. I'll, uh, I'll, I want to see I think I it. have heard that because I think Mahomes is doing stuff with Hy-Vee, too. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Are there Hy-Vees down in Kansas City? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, a number of Mahomes commercials, but I've never seen And Caitlin. that's her favorite team, and that's her favorite player. Oh, no. Yeah, be... something like that. Okay. Well, I'll check yeah, that out. I... Get it, Check it yeah. out online. All right, bye. Thanks. Thanks. But no, I mean, get it while you can. Right. And she's got a, a thing with the, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but the uh, card, you know, the basketball card. Oh, Tops? Is it Tops? It's, I know what you're talking It's one of those, yeah. She and like five other women's players, don't they? I remember when they introduced the six. I think Angel Reese may have the same thing. You mean like trading cards? The top yes. trading cards? Like I think yeah, something like that. We were kids? Uh-huh. Yeah, I read where Angel Reese's stuff, she's making over a million a year. Yeah. Making close to a million wow. a year now in NIL stuff. She she was on she was in Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, wasn't she? she? Angel Reese was, yes. she was. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, more Giving power. everyone the finger. <laughs> <laughs> more power to them. I mean, if, yeah, they, no can, kidding, if you know? they can make this money, I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. They were talking about some of these baseball mm-hmm. players for like LSU that – you know, you got to admire this guy. He, he resisted the draft. He came, and I look up, <laughs> LSU's got like three players on that team making over a million a year in NIL money. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I guess he made a sacrifice, but NIL is making it a lot easier for college baseball players to stay in college. Let's see, That's a million gotta, a year or a bunch of bus rides and, and crappy hotel rooms and overnight gotta be, meals. got to yeah. be hard as far as chemistry goes, you know, to keep the resentment out of the locker room. For Well, someone. you just better live up to it. Yeah. And the guys that, uh, at least the guys for LSU that I've heard are making that, they've lived up to it. I mean, they're superstars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're paying that pitcher a millionaire, which I don't know, but I'm sure he's getting a big NIA deal, he's earned every penny of it with the way he's played. Paul Skeens, I believe is his name. He's incredible. Hello. 
So another big one for Caitlin was Bose speakers. Really? Okay. And yeah, I'm, I'm almost certain. But anyways, I think she uh, decided. Um, well, I'll take the deal if my teammates get headphones. Oh, I do remember that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Thanks. Yeah. So resentment in the locker room. Yeah, I'm sure. Whatever. But I mean, I got to think most of these people are players are like handing out some stuff. Yeah, I don't think there's any resentment in the Iowa women locker room because Caitlin is the best player on the team, and she's unselfish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know, Bo's handing everybody probably a couple thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, no, that that certainly helps. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. And I got, Ann got me some Beats headphones for for Father's Day. So is Ann really? sort, of yeah. sort of your Caitlin Clark? Oh, Dan's definitely my well, Caitlin I, I Clark don't, for sure. Where do you use, do you have like a, a an iPod or something at home? No, I mean, but I have computer. Oh, know, okay. So. Sure. so when you walk Wopsy, do you have music on? No. That's because you're going to go up and talk to Sugar Ray. Although maybe now with <laughs> some Beats headphones that'll force me into the... Uh, 21st century or whatever the hell this one is and get me I have to do a Spotify I need to get, head, yeah. I need to get headphones because I'd like to start listening to music when I walk it's, it's not the same with just calling up a video on your phone plus you use a lot of your data yeah you that do. way you'd use a ton I remember when Nancy Griffith died a couple of years ago I was listening to a lot of her music in the days after she died and then I got something notice say, "Hey, your data's used up," and I was only like halfway through the month, <laughs> you know. So, but but no, I I need to do that. And I need to, yeah, because I don't know how to do Spotify. I'm not. I've never used it. I don't know how to do I it. I still have iTunes on my computer. You got to be careful though when you're iPod. walking with music, because I mean, you could. Oh yeah, it's harder. You can get distracted, and got sometimes you forget about the traffic and what have you. So, but I'm dreading walking this week. It's going to be so hot. Yeah. Hello. Back to the Caitlin thing. She's actually got some uh, trading cards that she signed. All right. And those are a really hot commodity. Uh, good. Uh, how much do they cost? The one I saw was, I think, like uh, two numbers. So they're all numbered, like up to a certain number. And somebody pulled her card out of the pack, and was selling, it was over $100 they were selling it for. Wow. Which is amazing for a woman. I mean, I'm not trying to be sexist, but... For a woman's well, trading saying. card, that's an amazing amount of money. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I, if I run across that, I might even do that. I would love a assigned numbered Caitlin Clark well, card. Start buying Topps women's basketball. Well, I'm sure you can easily find it. Just Google it; you can find it on the internet. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, one more thing: what you guys were talking earlier about the Cubs. Just the thought here, Pat. You think that the um, the ownership of the Cubs has said now? Hey, we gave you a championship back in 16. Now we're going to go back to being the most expensive uh, bar in the city of Chicago. We don't care if we win or not because you're going to show up anyway. Well, that could be the case. I sure hope that's and not the case. And they're putting their money into all the... Yeah, they bought a bunch of real that estate. That seems around. to yeah. be what's happening because there are just a bunch of just dorky Cub fans that are just, oh, it's just fun being a Cubs fan. Who cares? I mean, Yeah, it's the Wrigley Field experience more than I'm anything. I'm so right. sick of that. I mean, yeah, but that's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's, but no, you're, I, that's your honest. Though. They don't advertise with you guys, but there is a, an app out there that you can get really cheap tickets on, and they have no, like, fees. Well, I bought, I went to the Cubs Bread game in August of last year and paid $3 to get a bleacher seat. Nice. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, but I mean that's you know you're already out of it. There's nothing you know nothing good. I mean they ended up winning the game nine to three, but it's just one of those things. It seems like we're going back to pre-16 where they can throw anything out in the field. 
and people are just dumb enough to keep going to the games <laughs> no matter what. But wasn't that starting to suffer a little bit before they had that surge in town? Wasn't their attendance starting to sag a little bit? Yes, it was. I, if I remember correctly, I Thanks. think even Cub fans have a limit. Now, in fairness to the well, Cubs, and too, Hawkeye fans do too. And in fairness to the Cubs, I mean, I, if you look at the '80s, they were pretty good in the '80s, '80, yeah. 40. The '70s were the, and I remember looking at some of those old '70s games. There weren't always a ton of people in the stands. No, no. Well, you know, so, but I, I agree played, with what the Cubs played says. a lot of afternoon games back then. They didn't have lights yet. But even the Cub fans, I think, would have a limit. And like, you know, in fairness, right now, what are they? Five games, but they're not horrible right now. They're just bad. Right. But they just no. They, but you, you can see these guys being sellers at the deadline. Oh, without oh, we're question. Not, we're not in contention because we're in fourth place. Man, we're three, what, four games out. We're three and a half games out of second. And they're sitting there, you know, and I can just see the Ricketts family selling off this team Marcus once Stroman. we get to, um, you know, the all-star break again. I agree with you. Now, I don't believe there's a lot to sell off. There, I mean, other than outside of Stroman, who on the roster right now would be really attractive to somebody? Is Nico Horner? Yeah, I, well, I, I mean, but he's not like elite by any. But he's means. he's injury prone, so and he's that. not elite. And no. I don't know how much money he's making either. But I, I mean, Stroman—the fact that they shut down negotiations with Stroman—to me, that's pretty telling. Well, the other, I, you know, Suzuki. I could see him going somewhere. Yeah. I like the way he plays. I think you know he goes out and gives you his all every single day, yeah. and he's got power. No, I would, time, yeah, but he's so. not a superstar by any means. No, no, he's not. But he'd be somebody. But if you're looking for a role player to come into a team that can get you, you know, some RBIs, some home runs, and no, you're right. right field consistently, he'd be a guy. But if the Cardinals all of a sudden decided they were going to be sellers, they, they've got, what's the first baseman? Goldschmidt and the third baseman. Yeah. The Cubs have nothing like that. That's what I'm saying. But the Cardinals probably won't do that because the Cardinals are going to try to figure out what's wrong with what they have right. and say, "Damn it, we're going to win." The Cardinals are a much better organization. They're just a much better organization. They always, and they have. They're willing to suffer been. a little bit to stay the course. Where the Cubs just, eh, our fans will come here. Cardinals fans, they want a winner. They're not yeah. just there yeah. because the festivities are great. Oh, it's just great. No, they want a winner, and I respect them for that. Yeah, if you're going to sit in it's thousand degree they heat, they haven't fired their manager yet. <laughs> is it still what's his name? Helt or whatever? Is that? Yeah, he's still. Yeah. My guess There's is he will not. Of, they're online. There's a lot of calls for his head. Oh no, I'm surprised he's lasted this long. Yes. Maybe by the All Star break. Yeah, it's still early. Well, hey, you guys have a good day. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. So is Red Chain Dance, is he still uh, available? (laughs) Uh, I don't think so, no. (laughs) Kurt Flood, man, he's really throwing a stink. He wants a new contract. I've heard he he may start something called free agency. What a story, man. What, Kurt Flood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing that's overlooked with Kurt, he was a hell of a player. He was great. He sure but was. But it sort player. of gets lost in what he, he was one of the greatest outfielders ever. Yes. When I think about great outfielders, I think of Kurt Flood. And then, of course, the incomparable Paul Blair. Remember oh, he yeah, was a center the, fielder? with the Orioles. Uh, Gary Maddox. Yeah. Remember Gary Maddox? Those guys. I mean, Paul Blair made playing center field look so easy. God, he, he, Willie Mays was off the charts. Willie Mays was off the charts. Incredible. Hank Aaron was okay. Willie was better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Paul Blair, Willie Mays, Roberto Clemente. Those, yep. uh, well, my all-star outfield would be, and I know some people disagreed with me when I said that I'd have Hank Aaron in left, Willie in center, and Roberto Clemente in uh, right. Amen. That would be my outfield. How could it, how could what it about be Mickey Mantle? Well, Mickey Mantle would be Willie Mays' backup or whatever. I mean, yeah. Will, Mickey Mantle probably would be fourth and Joe DiMaggio fifth. I had some people that just could not believe that I didn't have. I don't. Do you think Joe DiMaggio was better than Willie Mays? I don't. No. 
I, I don't. I didn't, never got to see him play in person. I think he was great, but, and I think Roberto Clemente was the greatest right fielder ever. I loved ever. him. He was yeah. incredible. I barely was old enough to remember him, but I just remember that arm he had. And Even he as a Cub fan, I, I hit appreciate the ball it. He did. so hard. He, he did. did, and he died a hero. Yep. Hello? Hey, Pat, I don't know if anybody's asked this, but earlier you were talking about uh, like the basketball teams getting two extra coaches. Mm-hmm. Why didn't uh, Connor get hired on France? Because Connor wants to move on. He uh, he said that a couple yeah. times in, in interviews that he wants to go somewhere else, and Fran actually has encouraged him to do that. All right, thanks. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, and I respect Connor for wanting to go well, somewhere no, you, else. Do you need to get... Branch, you need to branch out. Last thing I to. saw Connor on his podcast, I think he said that he, he was looking into joining, trying to get into NBA coaching. Well, he did, the Indiana Pacers, right? And aren't they who hired him? Is, is it official? So. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I, I, don't, I haven't seen it officially. I, I had heard that. He's kind of like a, a, a floater of sorts. I mean, yeah, he said on his podcast that he was going to start working for an NBA team. Yeah. He didn't he say did which one official. at the time. So, but, but yeah, Connor, Connor said to us last year during the season that he wanted to move on. You know, I remember him saying, you know, there's, it's tempting to want to stay here, but he goes, I need to branch out. I need to experience it. And I completely agree. And I'm guessing Fran probably told yeah. him that too. Yeah. I mean, Connor's been here now for, they moved here in 2010. He's been here 13 years and I could see him. And you want to get out from underneath your father too and show and that get, you can do you stuff You need on your own. new ideas too. Yes. I mean. That, I mean, academia, they do that all the time. You, sure. you have to learn new things. And then if you come back, I, then you're not the, you bring in new ideas right. and, and new techniques. And I was surprised, though, a little bit that he went NBA, to be honest with you. I really was. I, I, I guess I was, too. I thought that, that he that. would... I, I thought that he would do more of the college thing, but that doesn't mean he could easily come back to college at some point. Well, sure. Too. I think Connor's going to be a head coach someday. I could also see Connor being like the general manager of an NBA team someday. Something like that. I could see him doing something like that, too. He's so bright. He's great with numbers. I mean, he's a math whiz and what have you. So, I mean, he's got so many different opportunities. I mean, he may want to be the on-the-bench coach like his dad, but maybe he wants to get into administration, too. I could see Connor being an athletic director. Well, he's and that's, uh, athletic directors make a lot of money these yes, days. Yes, they sure do. <laughs> I mean, whoever gets that—not as much as head coaches, but no. But still, Gary Barter was making roughly a million dollars a year. Yeah, that's pretty good work that if is, you can get it. That's just and good I don't, cash. And you don't tra- travel near as much. You don't have to recruit. There's a lot to be said for being an a college athletic. Oh, I, I would hate recruiting. Yeah, absolute hate it. What wouldn't you like about it? The travel, everything, the, the, basing your life on competition, decisions of sixteen and seventeen-year-old kids. Okay, I bet. Fair enough. I was just asking it. Well, I and, would not like. And her. now, throw in you can talk them into coming. They fall in love with your place, and then someone flashes a million-dollar check in front of their face, and they go there. But it always doesn't take that either. I mean, I, there is this perception that Iowa is the only program out there that that loses people just because of NIL. Sometimes they lose people just because they want to go somewhere else. Oh, for sure. I mean, the NIL is a a factor. Don't get me wrong. But, no, the recruiting would drive me insane. I mean, I I, I couldn't do it. 
hell, I, I, I can't cover recruiting. That's, <laughs> that's why I pay to have other people do it. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's just too much of it. I mean, I mean, I'm having, I've just been inundated my Twitter timeline recently on Nebraska football recruiting tweets. I have no idea why. So when you click on the thing to try to get rid of it, it says uh, not interested in Big Ten recruiting. That's not necessarily a point. I'm just not, I don't need to see updates on Nebraska recruiting on my Twitter timeline. I don't care. Although I will say Dallas Jones is, I'm, I'm not sure if it's his brother or his cousin just got a scholarship offer from Nebraska, Donovan Jones. He's a, really? he's a d- defensive back from Omaha. I know they're related. I'm not, not sure exactly. I'll have to ask Dallas. That's a big deal. I mean, yeah, yeah. His, his brother was sort of kind of a underrated recruit heading into this spring and summer period. But, man, he, he had a great performance at the Nebraska summer camp last, and they offered him on the spot. Wow. So good for him, Donovan Jones. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I was looking at him, too. But my guess is a kid from Omaha, Nebraska, is going to be yep, hard to beat. Usually. Yeah. Yep. I, I, great for him, though. That's probably something that was a goal of his. And I know I saw Dallas tweet that this weekend. And I retweeted Dallas's tweet because I know Dallas is proud. Well, he should be. Yeah, he should be. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a great honor. That is a great honor. And, um, and you could see his offers. He started with, you know, like MAC programs. But now they're just building and building. He's, mm-hmm. his, his stock is rising. So and that's how it happens. But no, recruiting would be the thing. But I wouldn't want to coach in the NBA either because I just wouldn't want to. Tra- I just the traveling would just it just wouldn't be the lifestyle. I mean, I never really wanted to get a job in newspapers covering like an NBA or a major league baseball because the traveling would I just would have been miserable traveling. Yeah, I, I, I just I just would not have liked that. That's a. Uh... That, that that's you gotta really like doing that. Well, some people that's part of the reason they do it. They love it. I'm just not that person. Yeah, I decided that enough. a long time ago when I first started covering Iowa. The 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 traveling after a couple of years, I'm like, man, this sucks. Booking flights, I just I, I just don't enjoy it. Well, imagine being a baseball. Uh, no, that's why I said I couldn't do it. Nine months. I mean, it's a solid nine months. Eighty-one games a year. You're on the road traveling. Right. You go. You're in a town for two or three days, and boom, you go from one town. I just could not do that. It's just not appealing to me. And then you know, uh, games go late, and your flights get delayed, and you're you you really never know where you're going to get to your destination. Well, it's not for everybody. That's no, it's certainly not. But then if you're getting paid, uh, well, that's fifty million dollars a year. You could probably put up with that. I don't think there's many. Um, baseball no. newspaper writers making fifty. If they are, no. their papers are going to be shut down shortly. Well, I mean, bands are the same way. They they yeah. don't they hate the travel and all the other some rigmarole, do. and then they love the two and three hours that they're at the arena and on stage and, and entertaining. Because we've talked about John Bonham, that was part of the reason. Yeah, he was so depressed the night he died. He they were getting ready to go on another tour, and he hated leaving his farm in England. Mm-hmm. He didn't like traveling. They asked well, that- uh, they asked Charlie Watts what. It, they hit 25 years. It's, if it's been fun, he goes, well, it's 24 years of waiting around and about a year of performing. So, yeah. But now Mick seems like he loves that stuff. Maybe he, does. he doesn't. He, and he's really, been, uh, he's really been out doing stuff at the, the dates when they do the tours, which they haven't. But if he's in, like, Atlanta, he goes in, like, sightsees. Yeah. And, you know, he never, he never could do that before, I, probably because he was Mick Jagger and probably would get mobbed. But, uh-huh. yeah, so... Well, that was one of the cool things about Matchbox 20, man. The first song they did, they came out and just bam, just boom. I saw the Who do that. They just walked out on stage and right into it. And, and it and was right into my generation. It's really like, impressive. No, you know, hey, how's it going? They would just walked out and started playing. <laughs> it was great. Who was that, the Who? Yes. When was that? 
Uh, 81, their, their first farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the Who in concert. I haven't either. And they're not, they haven't played together for years, have they? Uh, there's off and on. They toured uh, this spring. Oh, they yeah, did. Off okay. and with, on. An, with an orchestra. It's, oh, okay. yeah, the Who on Ice, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I just don't have any desire to see the Who with an orchestra. Uh, I'll go a step farther and say I've never really had the idea to go see the Who. I don't yeah, want to. I mean, those guys got to be almost eighty now, aren't they? I mean, Townsend just turned seventy-seven, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, team bands in the '60s, you know, they they have to be I mean, old. I'm not a huge Pete Townsend fan, although I Empty Glass is still one of my favorite. It's a great I mean, album. Great. Yeah. There's not a bad song on that album. It's a great to think that album came out forty-three years ago. Yeah. I remember uh, getting the, getting the DJ copy of that and playing the hell out of it. It's, you're right; it's it's front to back, super solid. A little is enough. God, I love that song. Yeah, and that's that was during well, the Who was 1980. Where were the Who in '80? Were they at their pinnacle in '80? Keith Moon had just died two yeah, years earlier. They hadn't. I, they were about to release Face Dances. The second I remember last when that album, came out. That was that was really mediocre. It was, uh, and then. The last one that they did with the, you know, with Kenny Jones, it's hard. Was, I thought was really good. Did that which one had "Don't Let Go" the code on it? That's it that? face dances. Face dances. Yeah, I don't know why you like that. Ah, song. it's one of my favorite Who songs. <laughs> I mean, I'd much rather listen to that Dramatically, than that, Bob, I don't than that like Baba it. O'Reilly nonsense. I oh, didn't. That's fantastic. Teenage Wasteland. I none of that stuff. I didn't like that. I'm not a big Who fan. I, I just <laughs> you know, never they're, have been. They're not, everybody. You can't like everybody. No. <laughs> well, and I'm not saying I there weren't some. I mean, there were some songs that did going that mobile, very good. Love I, that. Song. I love going mobile. I don't know that. Song. Oh, you'd yeah. know it if you heard it. It's Maybe one, it's one of their most famous songs ever. But you go back into the '60s and they're doing Magic Bus, and I can see for miles. And, uh, and those songs, Pinball I Wizard. I love Magic Bus. I'd never liked Pinball Wizard. Uh, it's just the way that it opens up is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, but like that won't get fooled again. That song never did it for me. I that's was, probably one of the most famous It had been songs. out like eight years before I ever heard it because I just didn't have access to that kind of music. I'll just never forget the up. interview I saw with Pete Townsend. He's just ripping Led Zeppelin, how he just thought they were just not a good good band. And I just, it really turned me off because I'd never heard anyone from Led Zeppelin rip him. Yeah. And I, I mean, you got Pete Townsend. Uh, to me, I think Led Zeppelin is more accomplished than The Who, even though they didn't oh, last agreed. years long. They definitely had a, a have a better um, legacy for sure. Yeah, I would think that, but no, he just I said think so. he's just like I don't know. I just never liked their music. It, you know, and and he, that's but, fine. But why? Why? I don't know why public public about it. No, they they must have asked him. I don't remember the <laughs> I don't remember the circumstances surrounding the interview. But I would say Magic Bus was always one of my favorite. That's one of my favorites. I, I remember at the show um, they went into just about ready to go into Won't Get Fooled Again. I was we were behind the stage, so you can see a lot of you know back stuff and. And Townsend just rolled his eyes like, here we go again. Wham! <laughs> like he just couldn't be bothered with it. But <laughs> that made me laugh. And Ten years from now, most of those guys won't even be here anymore. Yeah. No. McCartney just turned 81 yesterday. He still looks like he's in pretty good shape. Yeah. He's starting to looks fail. Looks like he takes care of himself. Starting to, yeah. He's starting to show a little bit of, uh, you know, showing his age. But, I mean, you're, you're right. He's still. And the guys that he's got in his band, I mean, they. Support his lead vocals. Oh, absolutely. That they way. Do. Yeah, he can't sing like that. And he, does, no. he knows he can't. <laughs> so. What yeah. a life, huh? But boy, two of the best concerts I've ever seen were. Oh, okay. yeah. Absolutely. I think he's been doing this for 60 years. 
even a little bit more than 60 yeah, years. More. That's incredible yeah. when you think about it. He's been doing it since before I was even alive. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't notice it, you know, because I, I didn't check the almanac or anything until just before I got off the air yesterday. So I stuck in. I, one of my favorite is when he the, the first, uh, one of the, I saw her standing there because he's so great, you know, counting it down and then. He does the lead vocals and this and the bass is unbelievable in that song. Yeah, it it is. Of, yeah, he's like, I'm not. If you're gonna change me to a bass player, I ain't gonna just play bass. I'm gonna be a melodic bass player, and he certainly was. He certainly was. Yeah, it, and is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I believe we have <laughs> we have right, eleven o'clock. D- done I think our we've thing. covered it. Covered it all. I believe we have. All right, and uh, so uh, Molly Suter's up next, hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.